in a galaxy that is exactly this one. In a solar system that is also this one. On a planet that we are currently on. Don and Jake are doing a podcast. And as they're doing a podcast, the winds of war are brewing. World War Three is in bouts. And through a random message, the voice of Adolf Hitler has returned. And the Allied nations must form together to stop Adolf Hitler and his massive fleet of country-destroying weapons. And that is basically the parody of The Rise of Skywalker. That sounds like this universe kind of sucks. <laughs> I was going to say, our universe sounds boring. Put it like that. That's awful. But that anyway. Twists. Anyway, cue the music. Oh, you took my blind. Dang it. All right, cue the music. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash, Ketch, and Pikachu. We don't evolve. We just level up. Donald, hello. Hello. It's me. Uh, Mario? That was weak. <laughs> That's a question mark. This is... Is it? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is the State of Review, Star Wars, the sequel trilogy. Don't, don't, don't. And I'm I'm excited for this one. I've I've wrote a lot of notes. Are you excited? I'm in, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into it, but okay. I feel like it's a more of a man. I'm gonna fucking rip these movies up a lot. Oh, I'm excited! Yeah. Hey, these movies were fantastic. How dare you? The first one made a billion uh, dollars. I mean, I I feel like the first one's the one I don't have a lot of grievance towards. You're showing a video with this, so they can see our sarcasm. Or is there a video with these podcasts now? Oh, there is a video with these podcasts now. Oh, nice. Mr. <laughs> uh, parody version of Ben Shapiro. True. True story. <laughs> I guess. I, uh, we post, I posted the intro with the, how we were talking about Ash, uh, Ash's Pikachu and how it destroys the whole mystique of Don't Evolve Me. And that's the video I posted. And then some uh, commenter commented that Donald looked like Ben Shapiro. I should do a parody of Ben Shapiro. And I can't unsee it now. Yep. I can do it. I'll play the character. Are you going to talk about how uh, Disney is woke now? Disney is woke. (laughs) Don't ever count. You got to work on his voice. The Ben Shapiro voice. I don't have that. You got to do the Ray is a Mary Sue. I feel like that's a Ben Shapiro argument. I don't know. Well, she, well, I don't. That's a Ben Shapiro argument. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll we will we will talk about that because I think that's one of the more like interesting pieces about this like the sequel trilogy. And one of the big questions is is Ray Mary Sue, and like uh, I feel like she's a Mary Sue in the same way that Anakin and Luke are Mary Sues. Like they yeah, they're have. All pretty- yeah, they have a bunch of power, and it kind of just comes. It's not like neither of the three trained when they were really, really young. 
you know, Anakin was what nine? Yeah, he was nine yep. when he started his training. Luke was nineteen. Yeah, I believe. Matter. Yeah, and Ray was also either like late teens, early twenties. Like they were all within like the late time frame of. Well, Star Wars is a Mary Sue story. Like, you can't watch Star Wars and not have some of this Mary Sue crap going on. Honey. Yeah. Well, I mean, Anakin literally saved or killed the Federation in the first film by just accident. He accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening. Uh, I was telling Donald this. I was listening to our episodes because I kept I could not for the life of me remember who our MVPs were. No. I... And I'm like. And I'm like, I have to, we have to bring it up. This is our thing now, MVPs. And I think we figured it out. I listened to the first one. I think the second one, the the original trilogy, we were not, we were pretty certain on what it was, right? Yeah, you're fairly certain. So the Phantom Menace MVP was Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, easy, hands down. I would say Anakin is like a good runner-up. Not because he tried. It's just happenstance. No? No, that kid was awful. <laughs> That's fair. You ever watch that movie? I mean, yeah, for for this podcast. Yeah. He was... He was I mean, uh, he's young. He's a kid. Give him some slack, but... Episode two, we didn't know. And I remember, like, in the... In the podcast, in the episode that we did, you're just like, episode two was so is so garbage that like it doesn't have an MVP. it shouldn't even have an MVP. But yeah. we'll give it we'll give it to Obi Wan. I thought it was Yoda initially, but yeah, Obi Wan, I think by default gets it. And then episode three was also Obi Wan. Yep, that's where the total series for that one was Obi Wan. Yeah, that that one's not like within question. Yep. And then the original trilogy was Leia for episode four, right? Leia. Because she was just pretty badass in that movie. Episode five was Darth Vader. And then episode six was Luke. And I feel like we need to define MVP. I feel like it's the best character. It should be best character for, like, that made the movie work the most. Yeah, the the character that brought the most to the movie that made it, you know, uh, I don't know. The one that led the team, just like an MVP. He was the most valuable key piece to the movie that made the movie. I don't want to, not terrible, but like made the movie the movie. He added the most development. He added the most character. He added the most spirit. He added the most, you know, factor, the wow factors, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they added the most. That's the MVP for me. Oh, so we'll have to add our MVPs from each movie. And I feel like we have to agree upon it. I think we're, we we usually pretty much agree, or we we, we discuss it. Not today. Not Just today. We're throwing fist. We'll agree. We'll, I think we'll be. I think we're we have, we have the same agreeing stance with these next this next trilogy. So uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah. I feel like most have. I, there isn't much like sequel trilogy defenders out there. Not unlike the prequels. And then. We'll we'll make the comparison between the prequel and the sequel trilogy because I think that's like a better p- comparison to the original because that it's like its own thing. Yeah, I agree. All right, sh- should we get into some of the intro stuff? 
Let's get into some of the intro stuff. All right. Welcome, Donald. Let's start out with, what are you nerding out on? It's winter, kind of. It's winter, kind of. Uh, the weather's been good. <laughs> Haven't really we're gotten a... to enjoy it too much. Just so the audience know, we're recording this like two weeks early. We had to switch our scheduling up. We're recording this the 3rd of February. And the weather, instead of freezing like cold... April, May. March and April, yeah, it's awesome. It's been at 1.60 degrees in January. That's yeah. unheard of for Minnesota. It's usually negative 20, negative 10. Yeah, it's, it's it, really weird because we had that ice spurt for like two weeks or a week and a half. Yeah, the polar back, vortex. All of a sudden, boom, we're talking about 50s. And the snow's gone. I mean, we didn't get any snow this whole entire year, so. No. Looks like a desert out here. It's weird. It really is. It's, but anyway, Donald, what have you been earning on? Well, uh, as of recent days, uh, you ever seen the show called White Collar? White Collar? Yep. I don't think so. That's what I tried to dress up as. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Eventually, okay. it works, I guess. Um, I mean, not really <laughs> as best as because I'm not a really Neil, Neil Caffrey looking fella, but. You know, I was like, oh, I'll try to go for it really quick. And I was trying to do my hair really quick because I just got done for a nap. And I was like, ah, what if I can Neil Caffrey this up? Anyway, White Collar was my most recent nerding, as well as everybody knows from the last one. Uh, Elio Forbid Memories is still on the list. I just won my Meteor Black Dragon from Jono 2. That took forever. It was like, nice. oh, duels. I was like, thank you. I'm beating the game naturally. Not any cheating, not any ROM hacks, none of those. Uh, Wonderful. The hacks they show in the, the YouTube and stuff, and the, and it's like, oh, you can do this, you win it. That's that's not how the game works by the refresh nice. rate thing. That's someone's with the ROM hack. So actually, winning the game naturally is quite quite fun. I could probably now just go through and win the game, but I don't like to just win. I like to beat the shit out of my opponents. <laughs> I don't want to just win. I want to dominate. Yeah, I want to dominate them all the way through, and I'm like, I'm the best because you because if technically in the game, if you lose one game you automatically technically game over. Oh, okay. It's kind of how the yeah. game works. I don't, I don't want to have any game overs. The only time I can lose is in free duel. That, that was my rule. And if I lose in the regular game, I got to restart mm-hmm. it. Do it up. Yeah. But I haven't lost uh, yet. So I'm nice. just training, getting cards. Have you, uh, I sent you the link. Are you, are you going to buy one of the like 18 karat gold Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Uh, I, I want one, but uh, man, it's money. <laughs> it's like a hundred bucks. It's a lot. Yeah, just for a necklace thing. I mean, I, I wear my other necklace I have every on every day. I was like, oh, man, it'd be really cool, but mm-hmm. I'm nerdy about they just, it. No. They just released Black uh, Black Dragon, Red Eyes Black Dragon. Oh, man. That'd be, that'd be it's so dope. I, I, I don't know which one I'm going to get. I feel like Blue Eyes is like a must. Blue Eyes, say. Red Eyes, they're all great. I used to have a they Red are. Eyes Black Dragon deck used to run. Now I'm looking. Looking it up, see if that's any cheaper. Because it, you know. <laughs> um, I've my nerding out has not changed at all. It is still very much One Piece. We're at Marine Ford, and that's like one of the. It's such a great arc. It has like l- very little to do with, uh, like the main character is in it, but his crew is not in it. It's, but it's like every big player in this lore, this world is like in one area, just massively battling to stop an execution, and it's just glorious. 
and it's just basically like these individuals who have essentially all have like vader like power sets if not more than vader more unique and they're all just battling to stop this execution from the world government and it's it's phenomenal i haven't we're not finished with it it's just a phenomenal arc um otherwise star wars this week I do have to ask, just because yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that get it on this one piece cake with Netflix coming up the show. Yep. Is it uh, is it highly entertaining all the way through? Like it's nine hundred something episodes. There's something that tells me it's like mm, I don't know. Um, I'm on four sixty nine, I believe, and I have been wanting to watch nothing but One Piece. Like that's where I'm at. Um, Brandon just started watching One Piece. He's on episode 300 or 50 or so. We have to do Avatar next week. And I talked to him and he's like, oh, I'll watch it. But I don't want to because I just want to watch One Piece. Like that's where he's at with it. So we're, I can't speak for the second half of essentially the episodes. But for the first nearly 500 episodes, it's, it has been a ride. There's a couple arcs here and there, a couple storylines. It's like, Eh, I can't wait for it to get over. One Piece does drag on. Like, it, yeah, it's very much the opposite of these movies. Whereas these movies just fly through a bunch of shit, and you don't understand where the fuck any of this comes from. One Piece, no, they do backstory upon backstory upon backstory to make sure that narratively you have the answers to all the questions, which is awesome. But also, like, just move on because sometimes, like. It's all interesting. It's all worth it. It's all unique. It's never, it never feels like, it does feel like a drag, but it's not like necessarily a drag of like, ah, it's a, it's a drag of like, okay, can we just get to the point? Yep. But it's still from, for almost nearly 500 episodes. Amazing. Uh, Star Wars been watching it this week. Obviously got to prepare for the show. And then Baldur's Gate. I'm slowly and slowly getting through it. It's a fun game that I'm like, I, it takes a lot for me to like focus on it. But I think it's a game that you would like, Donald, because it's essentially just D&D. Because everything you have to do, like if you want to do a persuasion or like you try to like any dialogue, you have to roll dice. It yeah. is D&D. <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the news? Oh, let's just go into the news. I don't have too much other uh, other than ready for this news, what you got for me. All right, let's get into the news. It's time for a news quickie. Oh, yeah. That's right. I got you. Are you jealous of that? Uh, not at all. All right, yeah, I'm going to change. I realize I, I post it a lot, and I'm like, this news is going to be old by the time we release this episode. So I'll do the only half of what we did. So the first big one that I want to talk about, according to Donald Glover, the community movie, the script is finished. I know. Are we not excited to see what this movie will be like? I am excited for them to fulfill the prophecy that is six seasons in a movie. You got six seasons. You need the movie. movie. I'm just excited that Donald Glover might be in it. I just want to see. Oh you, yeah, like, you're a huge Donald Glover fan, so I'm, I'm sure you're yeah, you're thrilled huge, about it. Huge. I'm excited wait, to see everybody come back. 
in the community and see what the story's about. Joel McHale. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Donald Glover, Lando Courage, dude. He's yeah, a, he's a wonderful, wonderful Lando. Um, so speaking of which, we have some sad news that is community and Star Wars based. Sir Carl Weathers has passed away. And uh he was Carl Grievous or not Carl not Grievous. Um I f- I'm Blanking on his name. He was a Mandalorian. Karga, I believe. I just saw his name. I was like, remember how to say it, because I always forget. Donald, are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look up his name. Uh, what What is his name? Like, how do they know? <laughs> you are... Okay. He was uh, he was in a lot of things. Carl Weathers was he's in Mandalorian. Yeah, he in he's in Community. He's the voice of the president in Rick and Morty. Like you, everyone has heard yeah, his right. voice. Yeah. Carga. Yeah, grief Carga. Grief Carga. Grief Carga. I was okay. Well, I should have just confidently said it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, other news. I'll probably mention this in the next week's podcast too. But Miley Alcock. She plays a young Rhaenyra. Supergirl. Supergirl. House of Dragons actress is now going to be Supergirl. And honestly, yeah, she look, she really looks like a jaded Supergirl, which is what the movie's supposed to be. So I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I hope she nails it. Yeah. She she seems like a good character to play the role. I mean, if it's Superman well, she did a really good job in the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Not in the Game of Thrones, but the House of, House Dragon. of Dragons. Kicking that off. As far as her character, I thought her character was better than the second person she chose. Or the yeah. uh, second, yeah. The one, so I was, then, I was happy with that. And it's James Gunn. So we're excited. It's finally James Gunn's DC. Woo! It's going to bypass Marvel, hopefully. As Marvel hopefully. hopefully that's cool. We still got two years until Superman comes out. So we'll see. Joker comes out this year, though. All right. Last bit of news. I was going to talk Avatar, but I'm going to save that. I'm going to save all the Avatar news until next week, because I think that's more oh, fitting. Oh, this might be sus. <gasps> There's going to be Among Us animated TV show for Netflix. Yeah, I have no... I feel like that could be good. Sounds like it could be pretty funny. I think it would be just awesome if they do like each season on the map. And like you have all these different colors, and they have different personalities. And but each by the end of each episode, one of the colors is di- like dies, and you have to figure out which color or which characters are oh, like. Murderer? Yeah, there's little clues. That'd be kind of fun, and they make it funny because fun. the characters look really dorky. Yeah, you know, make them do dorky things, do, 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 like you do when you play it. Oh, that'd be so fun. <laughs> yeah, and little so that's little a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so that is. The news. I'd allow it. Uh, I allow all uh, it. I'm happy with Donald, it. Was that uh, news to you? It was news to me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you're loving it. He's in. <laughs> Guys, we changed something on the podcast. The feedback, the comments. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> message Jake. Maybe I'll just uh, I'll remember the time for this and we'll put it in. Uh, we'll make a TikTok. What should we do? A news quickie? Or a news to me. Yeah, there we go. I'm telling you, yeah, we should have a debate. People would choose and they'd be like, news quickie. 
I'm still, I, I don't know if I'll change news quickly, even though it's never quick. It's never quick news. Yeah. It's been like I gotta like. <laughs> but I feel like that's part of the joke. Uh, news quickie. He's like, Shake, shut up. It's not, it's not quick. At 20 all. minutes later. I mean, <laughs> depends. Sometimes you last a little longer. Sometimes it's really short. Depends how much, you know, oh, yeah. your definition of quickie. All right, should we, should we can just start with quickie? That's a good question for the audience. Anyway, what's, yeah. What's Go the ahead. question for quickie? Yeah, what's uh, what's should... what's the what's the length of time? What's a what, quickie? What's a quickie? I don't know. What, what's a quickie for you? Uh, I would say <laughs> the hesitation. Seven minutes. Seven minutes would be. Is that is that quick for people? I don't know. Like I don't think. In life, like it's hard to—I don't know how people do it. Like the, I did it in two minutes. Like, proud of you, son. You know, I'm, what a I'm weird on conversation the, to have, but you know, I'm like, on the out. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be sharing. I, for me, a quickie is like twenty minutes, but that—that's a whole like conversation for. It's a more impressive. Podcast. Just saying, yeah, it's not really a podcast question, but I just—you know—you said quickie. <laughs> well, it's not a. I don't know if it's this question for this podcast. Yeah, we're talking Maybe about we'll, Star Wars. What you Get your we'll, head out we'll, of the gutter, Dave. We'll go the we'll go the Rose podcast, the Symposium podcast. Please check it out. Rose, great. We'll go on his podcast. We'll answer the question of what is a news quickie. Yeah, I'm gonna right. I'm, I'm gonna make a video of this just to give him some cross promotion and tag him in it. Symposium yeah. podcast, people, check it out. All right, Symposium podcast, check it out. We'll be on it Star one day. Wars. Let's get to it. Force Awakens. Galaxy far, far away from here. Yep. In a galaxy far, far away, we have a sequel trilogy. Starting with Force Awakens. You're excited. You're ready. You haven't seen Star Wars in a long time. It's been several years. We're mm-hmm. going. We're like, what happened to Luke? What's the story? What did he do after? How's it going? Where are they taking this? And you get this magnificent go, Jake. Give us the start. <laughs> I, I was, was, I was not prepared. You, I was trying to give you like the audience expectation going into this, and we were, you know, <laughs> you know we all knew what we, we were. I was thinking there. We're like, here we go. So Let's I was like, I, I have the plot right here because I like to post the plot plot so I can like have a visual instead of like trying to remember. And I'm like, am I supposed to just read? 30 years after the Battle of Endor, the First Order has risen from the falling Galactic Empire and seeks to end the New Republic. Fucking good risens, because they fucking suck. So the resistance, all that work that Luke did <laughs> didn't mean shit. Undone. Like, in 30 years? That's it? Oh. The Resistance, backed by the Republic and led by General Leia Organa, opposes the First Order. Leia searches for her twin brother, Luke Skywalker, who is missing. Dun, dun, dun. Which is also wild. Save the world. Well, I guess you find a little bit later in the movie. Save the world. Uh, have Save the one cheerleader. failed apprentice. And you're like... Done. I'm out. You're like, I suck. Yeah, that that's a Last Jedi conversation. I will say, um, yeah, Luke Skywalker not being in this film... And like trying to make a reasonable explanation why he wasn't a part of this film. I just don't is... understand why they decided. He was supposed to be in this film. Solo. Well, he's supposed to be in this film. 
the script had him in it. He was signed for this film. He, I'm pretty sure Mark Hamill was paid millions of dollars to appear in this film for like five seconds because he was supposed to be in this film a lot more. Yeah, and what happened? What happened? What happened when they were scripting this up and they're like, no one, no one in there went like, hey, uh, script's a little weird. It, it's, uh, it doesn't really make any sense. Well, I'm like, not... I- Fair. <laughs> I, I'm not critiquing this part of it because this whole trilogy deserves critiquing. Yeah, but feel... anyway, yeah, exactly. But anyway, the start off, everyone's excited. We're about to see it. Mm-hmm. And we, Thirty years later, it doesn't. It's, it's like, yeah, no, we're back to what we were. Yeah. Like, can I talk about that? Because like, I remember this oh. film. I remember being fucking excited, stoked. Oh, I know. Like all the hype, all the like, I didn't even care. Like necessarily, that we're getting new characters compared to old characters. Like I just wanted Star Wars. I wanted it back, and I was just excited that we got an episode seven. That we were getting a sequel of some sort. They were seeing these characters in some sort of way, and I remember like, um, my ex-wife. This is like how we met with Star Wars. And that's like the conversation got us into like our whole relationship. And I just remember just going back and forth with her and just like talking about this movie, hyping up for this movie, seeing it twice, bringing like your lightsabers, you're dressing up, not necessarily masks. They won't let you do masks after Dark Knight Rises and the whole someone dressed up as I think either Batman or Joker or mask. Yeah. yeah, but they wouldn't let you do it. But like, I just remember it was like an event. I remember going the second time and just getting completely drunk and just like the lightsaber fights and like the sound, the visuals. Like I, it, it was an amazing time. It was an amazing time to be a Star Wars fan. Until you watched the movie. See, I didn't hate it. Oh, I didn't hate it. You just threw me off a little bit at the beginning. Like it was, it was crazy. <laughs> like, I would have liked the movie if the way they were trying to do what they're trying to say would have been. But then it kind of makes sense as I add the backfill in a little bit. That's why I kind of like the Star Wars shows. Mm-hmm. Adding the resistance is just absolute dog shit. Yeah, I... That helps to this movie. And I think that adds a lot of the validity to this. But at the beginning, when you're coming out with the Star Wars and you realize Luke and you know, everyone seems to be on the same page. Mm. And then, then, then we have this wildness and it's like, oh. All right, can I read the some of the anyway. script so we get into yeah. the movie a little bit? So, on the deserted planet of Jakku, resistant leader, pilot, Poe Dameron, receives a map of Luke's location from an old ally, because reasons. Uh, First Order Stormtroopers, commanded by Kylo Ren, revive, captures him, uh, and his droid escapes with a map, and then finds Rey, who uh, is a, just a scavenger at this point on a planet. Kylo tortures Poe using the Force, learns of BB-8, um, Stormtrooper FN-2187, otherwise known as Finn, disillusioned by the First Order, saves Poe, and is escaped by a tie, uh, they escape by a TIE fighter. Um, and then they go to Jakku to retrieve BB-8, but they crash. Poe is nowhere to be found. Finn assumes that Poe is dead, and he was supposed to be dead, but they did not. he did not stay that way. And the film development. Finn finds Rey and BB-8. First Order finds them. Rey, Finn, and BB-8 steal the Millennium Falcon and escape Jakku. So let's just yeah. talk about one thing. I always, I always find this funny. Like They never change Finn's name. They're like, FN, 
Yeah, it's not a and bad then, opener. But I will say, like, the fact that, like, we're going to start on desert planets. I wish somebody would just be like, how about no? Can it be on an yeah. ice planet? Can it be on a jungle planet? Can it be, Can it be on planes? But a desert planet? Like, okay. It's like, nope, it must be desert. Okay, Tatooine then? Can we put it on Tatooine? They're like, no. No, a different desert planet. You're like, like... so not on the lore. Gotcha. We're going to make new lore for it. I'm like, but but does it have to be a desert planet? Yeah, you already have it. It feels... (laughs) That's kind of my thought too on that part too. It feels lazy a little bit. Like, we're going to do New Hope, but we're going to... It's like the meme where it's like, hey, can I copy your homework? Like, yes, you can, but change it enough a bit. So like, you know, the teacher, we don't get caught. And that's what essentially what Force Awakens does feel like. I will say that. Yeah. Almost What's your way too much. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Poe is supposed to die. Do you think he should have died? Just narratively speaking. Uh, narratively speaking, I think it would have had a cool way to have a strong character die at the beginning of a movie like that. I think would be very powerful and impactful just for the force of nature. Yeah. And I think that, Especially I think if Kylo have. killed him. Yep. I will say, though, I, I love Oscar Isaac and his uh, and Poe Dameron. Like, he's... I, I liked seeing him in this trilogy. He Like, he made it worthwhile to watch, at least. Yeah, he so did I, such a good I, job. I, I, it's like, tough. I, I don't want to say like no, but I'm like, ooh, it would like it would have been a lot stronger if Kylo Ren would have killed somebody like early on right away. But we do get that a little bit later on, which we'll talk yeah. about. I like how I like I say it as if like just wait and what happens to the movie. Just like, wait. No, we you all know, know. You know what like, we're talking about. Yeah. I like we're reviewing Force Awakens. Like everyone fucking knows we're talking about Han Solo getting killed by Kylo. I don't know, yep. but moving on. Um, so Finn finds Ray, who has BB-8, and they have to escape because a bunch of forces are looking for BB-8, as well as Ray and Finn at this point. And the Millennium Falcon just happens to be there. And I think this is my first like real, real, real grievance. Like the Poe Dameron joke at the beginning, a small yeah, grievance. This one's like, why the fuck is the Millennium Falcon here? And like, is this a little too contrived? Yeah, this is where they, this is where they talk about the Mary Sueish really starting off the bat too. Like, this just happens to be there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Unless you know Han Solo or whatever, there was you and know, you a different strength to build to the why the Millennium Falcon would be there. But there's kind of like, oh, Millennium Falcon. We'll take this there. one. We're going to leave it. We're going to escape. I will say the first like Millennium Falcon like scene where they're escaping from the First Order is was a wild ride. Like That was like the first... It was like, fun. It was the first like ride, and I remember seeing it in theaters being like, yeah, yeah, this is fun. It's cool. Yeah. Star Wars, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that, was, that was insane. Everybody came up with so much excitement with this film. <laughs> we all and, did. Uh, we all were excited. Oh, yeah. It was an exciting like, beginning. It was a very thrilling beginning, very menacing. So that's why we could forgive those little parts at the very beginning of the movie, too, like the Poe mm-hmm. and the Millennium Falcon being there, because we were just excited to see it so much. I mean, looking back yeah. at it like we are now, we're like... Mm, that's a little contrived. Yeah, mm, a little, little, little forced. <laughs> but uh, speaking of contrived, I'm going to move forward with this plot. 
The Falcon is discovered and boarded by Han Solo and Chewbacca immediately. Yep. Speaking of contrived, more what is more contrived? Who we'll, do they we'll arrive the to? Han Solo and Chewbacca. <laughs> and you're like, what the? F-? I love it. That was fast. Um, gang yep. seeking debt settles debts with Han attack immediately, but the group escape in the Falcon, and that's the whole. I forget what what uh, beasts were in the giant ship, but this is kind of a fun horror scene a little bit. And the Han's little like, "Hey, I'll pay you later. Don't worry, I'm good for it." And then another group attacks. He's like, "Hey, I'll pay you guys later. I'm good for it." And they're all like, "Yeah, no, like." I, I do. I will say, like, I love how classic Han this is. I hate the like the fact that he's here already, but I I freaking love Harrison Ford's Han Solo and just yeah, it's such it a good cool character. It's cool just to see. Um, at the First Order's uh, Star Killer base, Death Star point three point oh, just a planet we haven't seen that enough. Yep, a planet converted into a super weapon. Supreme Leader Snoke approves General Wait, Hux's. What's this planet super weapon supposed to be able to do? Destroy planets. No. And also, and also stars. Yeah. Well, stars are planets. So I mean, I mean, you know, but yeah. But, yeah. Well, like, uh, what's like hilarious about it is like it kills a sun to destroy the planets. But I'm like, if you destroy the sun, you already like you don't need to kill the planets. Yep. Like you suck the sun's energy to kill the planets, but like you you already killed the it's sun. Accomplished. Yep. <laughs> anyway. It's, yep. It's overkill this, at this This doesn't sound like any other movie I've heard of before in the past. But anyway. Well um so they General Hux's request to use the weapon for the first time in the New Republic. Snoke questions Kylo's ability to deal with emotions surrounding his father Han Solo, whom Kylo states means nothing to him. We learn that Kylo and Han are related. Oh, father and son. Actually, we don't learn this until he says Ben, right? He just questions the fact that, like, hey, you ha- your emotions dealing with this. We knew that like, he's connected. We didn't know how at this point. Yeah. I will but say that. it was that. kind of well foreshadowed to be a father-son. I... We just I assumed his it, name was Kylo. I love Kylo because, like, I love his emotions. And I know some people are like, oh, he's a little bitch. Look at him having a temper chapter drawn. Well, like, dude, I love that as a character. Like, have you been around people who, like, are unhinged when it comes to with their anger? Like, you know, they, they don't get what they want and they just start beating random things? Like, yep, that's terrifying to be around. Like, I mean, Vader very much did that, too. He just did with the force choke. Like, how dare you question me? <laughs> Kyle's like, ah, slashing like random objects like yep. i don't know i i loved it what was what was your thoughts on kylo and his temper tantrums um just to, i i guess I don't, I don't mind the temper tantrums a little bit but uh that, that the struggle i had with kylo ren coming out here with the temper tantrums is he wasn't i would say controlled enough from what i've known of the sith to have that yeah, pain yeah. like that there's sith apprentice really so I was kind of like, that's that's kind of where my caveat came in. It's like for a Sith apprentice, especially if they're like they out of power and trying to get back into it, you're going to choose, maybe you would choose someone off the handle. But ideally, I've never, from the past, have we seen the Sith that's more of a methodical approach 
to things. And Kylo didn't seem as a methodical Sith. No. And stuff. So that was a little bit, a little bit of a tougher cookie, but I didn't mind Kylo's character at all. I mean, I thought he was, I just, he was fine. I loved how different he was. Yeah, he was different. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with that. It was just new Star was, Wars, so it was different. He it was wasn't good. methodical at all. He's essentially still a child. And I, I, I'm like, as a character, I'm like, okay, we have the, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but we have essentially the, the child of Leia and Han. They're from a power family, Luke's nephew. Like, we have this, what I'm trying to think, like, this guy born of natural force abilities, but, like, he's still, like, a child. He's still, yeah. I don't know, I, I just like that take for people with power, and it's something that was fresh, and I'm all about fresh it's ideas. Fresh. There's nothing wrong with it. I all right, well, we have a lot more to get into, so let's get into it, because I don't want to, like, focus all on this movie. Yeah, we got plenty of focus on lots of other stuff. So, yeah, let's do it. <sighs> yeah. All right, so Border Falcon, Han determines that BB's map is incomplete. Um, then they explain that Luke, with the whole Jedi Order, he turned to his apprentice turned to the dark side, and Luke kind of went into hiding. They travel to Takodana to meet with the Katina owner, Maz Kanata, for, re- for help to getting BB- BB-8. And more, what's the word, contrisms? No. More things that just happen. The Force draws Ray to a secluded vault where she finds Luke's lightsaber. Yep, just... Uh, of course his lightsaber is there. Of course. Why? <laughs> like, that she, makes She no has it. She experiences Yo, visions yeah. that literally mean nothing because it basically teases things that really don't happen in the next movies. Um... She denies the lightsaber and then flees into the woods. And then Mav, yeah, Maz gives it to Finn. Watching this movie, though, seeing those visions, like, I don't mind that. I didn't mind the visions. I was like, we're going to get some visions to this quest. That's going to be awesome. That made me a little yeah. more excited. Less. I, I liked like, yeah. it at the time. I loved it at yep. the time. I remember, like, Backstory looking at those visions, spending, like, many time watching these visions and trying to piece together the clues. What I hate about it now those clues never came to fruition, so like this vision means nothing to me anymore. Like yep. there is nothing there. A waste of space. But yes, that's a good point. The vision mm-hmm. at the time is pretty good. Um, any thoughts on the Ken scene, the Katina scene with Maz Kanata? I thought it was just kind of like a filler middle arc thing. Yeah, it was kind of a middle more. arc thing, just a reason for Ray to find the lightsaber, pretty much, and not a Which... good reason for Ray to find the lightsaber. So no, not at all. And I'm like <laughs> I, I don't mind the them getting luke's lightsaber but at the same time i wish they would just left it alone and found like why not do it on the quest to find luke like where was luke last at we went here when they met leia and be like could have been way or they found a way to like trace luke through technology instead of finding luke they found his blue lightsaber in a random location like i think that'd have been a little bit cooler because then it's like oh well we went on this trail and we found a thing of luke i don't know how we would tie it together but like I feel like that would be more interesting yeah. rather than, hey, look, the random place he went to, here's yeah. a random thing from the guy you're looking for. Yeah, overall, just a really weird filler. It was just a filler. Interesting yeah. one. I will say, though, the uh, the attack on this planet was pretty cool. So Starkiller Base destroys the New Republic and four neighboring planets, leaving the Resistance on their own, which, god 
damn, like there was no setup for this at all. And I remember when the solar killer base was like activated and like a whole solar system died and you saw like planets, like four planets being evaporated. And I was like, is this a, this, a lot of people died, right? This is important, right? But it didn't really feel that way. Yeah, it was just zip, zip, zip. Four planets died, and they're like, oh. And, like, New Hope does that, but I feel like they were, techno- like, technology-wise, like. They were limited. They were limited, <laughs> and, like, the idea of, like, destroying a planet was, like, shocking at the time. But, like, now I don't feel like The Force Awakens gets that. Uh, that The power you should have when a planet gets destroyed, and it'll be alone four planets. It was like, oh, it should be more is- of, like, a. <sighs> And, like, the New Republic uh, capital, too. I don't know. It was, like, it felt like a scene that should have been in the third film or episode nine rather than in episode seven. Because there was just, like, hey, a big event happened. But it's, like, we don't feel it. There's no emotion to it. That's what I'm saying. This is where that writing comes in. Like, it's exciting and stuff, but the writing comes in. For 30 years, all of a sudden, this empire is this powerful. The First Order. The First Order. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. The First Order. The first order, yeah, and they're this. They're like, what? How? how? This doesn't make any logical sense. <laughs> it does not. Um. So then the first order, all at the same time, is looking for BB-8. So they attack Takadana for reasons. Oh, uh, I know the reason. Doesn't and also they, describe why everyone's looking for Luke, other than he was the hero the last time this happened. Yeah, I don't. That's, that's basically the only like. Luke's like, yeah, Billy saved us last time. You're like, oh, that's the only reason why you guys are looking for Luke and not mm-hmm. trying to destroy this thing? Like, why so would you guys just trying to destroy the thing? That sounds like a better plan. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, they don't even know if Luke's alive, to be honest. Yeah, they're like, we got to find Luke in order to feed them. And you're like, but, okay. but anyway, you're, yeah, already, sorry. you're already doing your thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they go out there. There's a fight. Then talking to I do really like this fight because Finn gets the gets to use the lightsaber. At the time, we thought like, oh, is he? Oh, I thought Finn was going to be a Jedi too. I was excited with Finn's character. And then he Finn beats uh, the traitor, traitor, and he does a little thing with the. I love that scene. That fight scene yeah. with him using it. I'm telling you, Finn and Poe, man, Finn and Poe. And then Han and Chewie. Chewie's just or Han's just like Chewie. Let me see your weapon. I like this thing. Like it's the first time that he ever used it, but like I thought it was a cool moment that was very Han like. And then Ray gets captured by uh, Kylo, and then that starts the whole um, torturing scene with Kylo and Ray, which a lot of people because like she torches Kylo torches Ray, Ray resists, and then Ray does the whole like let me go, and gets out. And Daniel Craig gets makes his uh, cameo appearance that no one knew about until like after the film came out. Yep, which I think is wonderful. I think that scene is like iconic. You're gonna let me go. I'm gonna let you go. Like ah, James Bond. There it is. Yep. Um, a lot of people are upset with this, and I have no problems with Ray being able to do this trick with like little to no teaching. My biggest problem, though, is the fact that they did not do any writing or literally no setup for this big reveal, which is essentially my problem with this whole trilogy in in yep. general. They introduced so many new Force stuff, which oh, there there will be some fanboys. They're okay. Let's let's be honest. The fan base for Star Wars hates anything. A lot of times, will hate new things. 
I don't hate new powers. I just hate when there's not set up to it. And it's just yeah. out of nowhere. This this props. You're like, this is supposed to be a giant reveal. Whoa, she has four powers. And this film isn't as bad as the other films, but it is like the start. All right, let's move forward. Unless you have something more like, to say about the last scene. No, but it reminded me a lot of Ahsoka at the end and then the Mandalorian Jedi. Yeah, oh, yeah. OP and she knew how to use everything. And you're like, that? She couldn't train and lift up a freaking coin. Now she's doing right. everything. Kind of the same feeling I had there. Yeah. We're um, talking about like, dang it. <laughs> Sabine Ren. All right. At the Resistance base, BB-8 finds R2-D2. Um, of course he does. Sarko base is prepared to fire once more. The Resistance plans to destroy the attacking thermal oscillator. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, there's a hole. If we destroy it, boom. Big explosion. You know, just like New Hope. Using the Falcon Han, Chewie, and Finn infiltrate the base because Finn just knows where everything is. Um, actually, he didn't. He just said he did, which I thought was a funny part. Um, they find Ray. Han confronts Kylo by calling up his birth name, which I will say this scene with Han and Kylo or Ben is iconic. I love this scene. Yeah, that was a great scene. Ben! And all everybody in theater is like, I don't know. Yep. And like, like I, that. and I love the scene where he's like, "I know what I have to do, but I don't know I have the strength to do it." And yeah. you're just like, it's just silent, and then all you hear is room, and then just tragedy. Han dies, and Kyle. I honestly think this scene could have been amazing, elite. I thought it was still good to great. But I thought it could have been great to elite if they would have built this up a little bit and also just played the fact that like Kylo is on the edge this entire time. He's bordering like he went dark, but he's fighting himself up to this point. Yeah, you can see the fight in between. He like he cares about his family. He cares about these people, but he doesn't want to, but he does. And he feels like if I kill Han. If I kill him, if I kill my own father, I will be more powerful now. But they don't feel like they they hint they at it. They, I don't think they portrayed it well. What, what, what do you think? No, I mean, I think the scene is very iconic, like you're talking, but it's still a, a, it's a good to great scene. I think there could have been more buildup when they got there, more of a buildup of the, of the situation, of what's happening, and and more of a, I don't want to call it a struggle, or between the reason to and to not to, in the pulling forces and showed some back end, or maybe even showed some whatever inside of Kylo and the mind. It could have been just, you know, a more powerful, impactful scene in the choice that was made at that moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of the big deal of this choice could have really exemplified that. I think it would have made that much, much more powerful. I agree. I agree. Get the villainous of Kylo, though. I mean, it did, did his job, and it did good. And it was it great. Did, it, so it did his job. It was good to great. I agree. Okay. Um. So, the resistance, not the rebels, the resistance. I'm always confused by that. Uh, they destroy Starkiller base. Han is dead. Kylo, Finn, and Rey get into a lightsaber battle. 
And I have thoughts on this lightsaber battle. And I don't know if I shared you the thoughts of this lightsaber battle to you. I think I, I feel like I have, but I don't know if I have on the show. I'm going to do it again anyway. But before I do, what what is your thoughts on this lightsaber battle that happened? What rating do you give it? Out of like all the lightsaber batter, battles we've seen in Star Wars? Give it, give it the Don't Evolve Me rating. One through five. Mm, I kind of enjoyed it, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up there, three plus, okay. three plus. Okay, so you enjoyed it. I'm gonna make a take. I have to note the time of this take. I think the Force Awakens battles with Rey, Kylo Ren, and Finn is the greatest Star Wars battle in history. I love this. I give it a five. Oh, five. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's really good. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of ones that were better. Darth Maul, Duel of Fates. Duel of Fates was a really good one. Yeah. That, that's um, Clone Wars, if you count the last one with Ahsoka and Darth Maul. Um, but yeah, this one, I, I liked it. I enjoyed this fight a lot. Oh, and I thought oh, there was Obi- a lot that came out of it. Obi Anakin, Revenge of the Sith. I think that's the big one. That most people say best lightsaber battle in cinema history. I think you say episode three. And I to those who say episode three and are like, no, it's not Force Awakens, you're crazy. Like I, I don't just dis- necessarily disagree with episode three being the best. But I really enjoyed the lightsaber battle and the the di- with Ray and and Finn. This is where you get the more excitement with Finn coming up too. You're like, this is great. Yeah. Finn can be can can Some I rant? Yeah, go ahead. Can rant. I spend some time in rants? Okay. So this is why this this lightsaber battle is amazing. One, the prequel series is good. They have actually some great battles, but they're Jedi at the height of their power, and they're doing some crazy acrobatics. They're like going, you know, like they're flipping over the place. They're battling at very high end expertise of their skill, and it is fun to watch. It's beautiful, especially the Anakin and Obi Wan. But this is not that battle. This is three amateurs fighting for their life with amateurs. Like, they're amateurs. They just started out. Finn has very little experience. Ray has little experience. Kylo does not. And I know a lot of people are like, well, Kylo's a little bitch because he should have just whooped their ass. And that's the the point. He should have. But this is where Kylo's character... Is the reason, like Kyle, the character, his ego is the reason why he didn't win. Not his lightsaber battle, his character. Because Ray gets knocked out and it's Finn versus Kylo. And the atmosphere is beautiful. It's dark, there's woods, it's snow, it's practical. The environment is gorgeous, it's haunting, there's fog everywhere, and you just hear the hum of the sound of the lightsaber. And it's hovering. Kylo versus Finn. Finn's scared for his life. Kylo, he's fucking just toying with Finn. He knows he has him. And that's the problem. He underestimates his opponent. He just toys with him. He doesn't kill him right away. But the fact that he underestimates his opponent is how Finn gets the upper hand and gets the strike on him. And then you see the anger. Kylo Ren angrily slashes. It cuts him down immediately. And then he does like this, fuck it, I'm over. Let's grab the lightsaber and go. But instead, Ray grabs it from him. 
which makes him more angry. And now, instead of a cocky Kylo Ren versus Rey, it's a mad, angry Ren versus Rey. And Rey's no slouch. She's not a Mary Sue. She's not super talented, but she had a staff. She's had the training and the ability yeah. for a while. She could hold her own. And that's what she did because Kylo was mad with anger and he's just raging out. He's not fighting with precision. He's just he's, slashing, hacking and slashing. He's just hacking and slashing. And Ray's good enough to defend that and was able to essentially defeat Kylo or save him or essentially just save herself. And it's such just intimate moment where they're next to the edge. You know, he's like, join me. And he's, you can like, I would say like that little battle doesn't like that line, join me and you'll be more powerful. Doesn't quite work. The writing could have set that up more. But outside of that, it's just freaking, it's gorgeous. The environment's gorgeous. It's, yeah. The environment of that battle was intense. Awesome. It's intense. Yeah, I like the idea. I, I think you're hit on a road. That's why I enjoyed it. It's just a guy with lots of experience, two people with, I don't, I don't want to give Ray no experience because she had some fighting abilities, so it wasn't yeah. that she was absolutely useless in Dogwater. Defeats her, and then it was just a, a toy around for a little while. So he's yeah. going around until he got hit, and that's when he gets that lash of anger like you're talking about. You could see it, and I could feel that. I said that. And I enjoyed all of that. I thought it was really good. The, the part I didn't like at the end was for the Ray join me part. I was like, that yeah. seems a little bit off. Not was really. Like, Ray didn't do anything really too big to be worthy at, at this time, I would say. Oh, major force user. Oh, we need her. Join me. And yeah. whatnot. It seemed ill put. Just trying to match off the old movies, I think. And that's the, that. but yeah, that's if they would have the, left that out and then they would have just escaped, I think I would have loved that fight scene and would have put it at a five. But that join me is where I, that's why I drop it a little bit. Because okay. I, yeah. I thought that was a little bit weird. I was like, that's. I might give it a five minus just for that. Because I'm like, there's, there's the one and only flaw. I guess I probably dropped it too far to three plus, but I was like, yeah, I dropped yeah. it quite a bit because that kind of killed the mood of the fight. Because they would have just mm-hmm. escaped and would have like been lucky to have their lives basically feeling when they got out of there. Yeah, I think that changes the my All fight right. to a five. We are spending way too much more time than I have allotted for for this film. So let's. I don't oh, want to yeah. wrap it up faster. We could probably spend this whole episode on this one movie. All right, good. So the movie ends with Luke or Ray finding Luke and handing him the lightsaber. We know what happens. We'll talk about it. I will say this is a good place to end it. If you're not going to have Luke Skywalker in the film. Or like you ever have a one scene. This is the one scene that kind of have them in. So it definitely makes the excitement for the next one really up there. Those are my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um. So I like writing the director and the writer. Director J.J. Abrams. The writer is originally was Michael Arndt, who wrote Little Miss Sunshine and Toy Story Three. But then they had it rewritten with Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan. And I honestly wish they would have not, if Abrams didn't write this, because I feel like it would have been better. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like J.J. Abrams was really misguided in this whole trilogy. But I just want to make that note, because Michael Arndt, uh, his script was rewritten, and he wrote three or two amazing stories in Little Miss Sunshine and Toy Story 3. Yep. Um, let's get into, do you have any more thoughts about the plot at all before we get into the rating and MVP? Um, not too much more thoughts about the plot. I mean, as far as the setup goes, it was kind of an interesting setup. It felt too much like, nope, 
New Hope, and it really was. It was almost yeah. the same story. So I was like, oh. Right. But get my name first. Off. Rating. A rating when I first walked out of the theater versus now? Right now. What's your rating right now? Uh, right now, I'd, I'd probably give it a two. Oh, you're, you're at two. Okay. I gave it a three. I thought it was good. First out of the theater, I was at a three. Yeah, three. When I first got out of the theater, I was like, three. Based off our ratings, like two is just, I'd, I'd watch it. It's watchable. Yeah. Right? I, I, I give it three. I think, I think I compare it to like Attack of Clones, like Phantom Menace. I think it's a lot better than those two. I think this movie is really watchable. It's good. Probably, maybe. It's good. (laughs) Changing it. All right. Who's uh, through it all? Through it all. This probably a two plus. I'd I'd watch this one again. So I'm thinking, yeah, two plus, not quite a three. Like it was a good film. Okay. MVP. This one we have to agree upon. We have to agree upon um, um, Finn. That's that's who you're doing MVP. Yep. I had Finn number one. Finn number oh, one. I had no, I had Finn number one. I it was either it, to me. I had three written: Finn, Kylo, or Ray. I yeah, you went with Finn now. You went with Finn too. <laughs> Finn was a... <laughs> Finn dance we, we did, party. Man. Wow, that's impressive. Mm, 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 mm. Finn dance party. Yeah, I uh, Finn. I was debating Kylo here a little bit, but I think Finn is definitely the MVP. I think his story is the most interesting coming from a stormtrooper. Uh, the fact that he got some screen time, you don't know if he's force sensitive, but like there's hints at it. He has a lightsaber. He fights Kylo and holds his own. Like he survives. That's all you can really expect from Finn that do. He also led the party into circular base, which essentially destroyed circular base. Like he's, He's MVP. Finn was the man. I mean, he did a lot of different things. Like, even at the beginning where he's like, yeah, I'm, screw that. I'm not doing this. He was he's just good. a good, soul-bound person almost all the way through the film. And I think that's kind of a consistent character. And you felt like he was going to grow into something more. And they really set mm-hmm. him up to grow. And then I guess we'll get to movie number two and three. So I was yeah, excited. For I'm, trying, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions. I wrote, I wrote a lot of notes for all of these. I'm trying to think if I missed something that's... Um, Snoke, we didn't really talk about Snoke at all, but I think Snoke is ex- was he was very he was almost too vague, would you say? Like yeah, he's very much like the Emperor, which I thought was fine. He didn't have to be in this film to make it great, but I wish there would have been more. Uh, Kylo. Yeah. yeah, some more. Do you think JJ did enough to set up a good trilogy? Don't not talking episode eight, episode nine. Did he do a good think- enough to make a good trilogy? I think he did enough to like. As long, if that was a start, I think he could have went places to make a really good trilogy. So I'm going to yeah. say yes. I get enough on the table. To yeah, continue I agree. Through the rest, of it. I agree. I agree. Um, killing Han, a great move. The Han Solo thing, killing Han, a great move. Uh, I'm going to side actually. I say think... no. It would have been more impactful if you ask me to kill Leia. Ooh, ooh, I agree. I agree. I don't know if they would they would have the balls to do that. Killing his I mom, I think, would have been way more of a power statement, and that's kind of where I stand on it. Like, I think Han was a good kill, but I think I think it should have been Leia. 
And that would have gave a much more bigger drive, not only for Luke, that would have gave a bigger drive for a lot more people and Star Wars fans in, in a lot of ways. Han was a funny, fun character, and it's sad yeah. to see him go. I just don't think the loss is as hard. Whereas if they would have killed Leia, this would have been, like, huge. It was also expected, and, too, because, like, Harrison Ford wanted Han to die. Yep. So it was like... Killing both would have been fine, too, but killing Leia, I think, would have been the, the better play. And Yeah, I agree. Okay. I still like killing Han. I think it's fine. I think it's good. Let's get into Last Jedi. I will say though, we can go after we can go more than two hours now since it is video recorded. We should not though, but we can. We can. All right, so we got a half hour. Let's bust this one out. Oh, half, half hour. We, got, we we have an hour, technically, if we're going for the two hour time period. Anyway, let's get to it. All right, the Last Jedi. <laughs> Directed by and written by Ryan Johnson, who did uh, Knives Out, uh, Looper, Last and, Onion, Looper, and Breaking Bad episodes. I think he, yep. I think he directed Osmondias, right? That yep. was his biggest one. Yeah. So, legendary writer, director of Breaking Bad. So, shortly, let's get into the plot. And we'll talk about it after the plot. Shortly after the Battle of Starkiller Base, General Leo Grana is leading the resistant forces into evacuating their base when the First Order fleet arrives. Against Leia's order, Poe Dameron leads a const- or costly counterattack that destroys the First Order Dreadnought. The remaining resistance escapes into hyperspace, but the First Order uses a device to track them and attacks again, which is huge because no, like this is the first time they ever had that technology. Kylo Ren hesitates to fire on the resistance ship after sensing his mother Leia presence on Bourne, but his wigman destroys the bridge, killing most of the resistant leaders. Leia is dragged into space but survives using the Force. When Leia recovers, Vice Admiral Holdo assumes command of the resistance. Running on low field, the remaining fleet is pursued by the First Order. My first question is, what do you make of this setup of a film? Do I make it? Like I said, I always like how Star Wars starts off their films, so... Yeah. It's a weird bias question. I really like the setup in the start uh, of, of the films, like almost any Star Wars movie. I think they start off really, really capturing and pulling in. Like, you get a lot of details and a lot of different mm-hmm. things, a lot of action going on. You get this stunning thing. You have Poe leading against Leia, which is a, a, a weird thing. So you're like, oh, he is really a the next Han Solo. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I, I think that. I love that for his character. It starts off well. I like this beginning. I like Poe being that rebelist character. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save people anyway. I'm going to do it in a in a. I think it was a great way, but yeah, I mean the setup was good. I, I enjoyed the setup. And this is where I think they should have killed Leia because he had to they struggle sh- with his mom. I agree. I agree. I think they should have killed Leia in this moment too. And I think Kylo should have done it with glee. I, yep. Not Glee, but I think he should have done it with like this deadpan, like I have to do what I must because he already killed. Already he already killed, killed Han. Father. He should be there. It shouldn't be a back and yep. forth. He should be there, or they should have toyed. I guess but, this is them playing with that idea. Yeah, still playing with that idea, which is which is fine. That's why I, I still liked it. I still like the beginning. I still like the kickoff on most of every Star Wars film. So this is this is my thought of this. I love the opening scene. I wrote this in my notes. I think it's great. I think this opened up amazing. I love the visuals. 
uh rose's sister and the fact that like her being the ship that was like the ship that destroyed the dreadnought which is this huge like important ship i loved it but here's where i don't love it though because i think the opening scene is amazing but i think the plot of this movie was what's the word i want to say for this not well thought out like i like the story that he was going with but i don't i feel like the short the story was too focused too tunneled and really shouldn't have been the story of episode eight yeah because the whole plot is about this long chase through space this long slow chase that doesn't do much for lore building it does well for characters great character building episode like this is like the clone wars episode that's like yeah you you improve you improve the characters but the lore but the lore it didn't do enough for the lore i feel like this should have been like a third of the movie not the entire movie and i think this is where the the big mistake the big fatal mistake for ryan johnson's film and i i have my praises for this film but i honestly think the decision to go this way with the story not even what's like the fact that he also went against the force awakens and the whole like everything that was brought up like that kind of killed his sequel but this also kind of killed it as well uh no i'm on the opposite feeling this film actually so I like the idea of the character development deep and diving into the characters because I think that's I love it. That, I love it. That could have definitely needed to have happened. I'm mean, guessing the yep. story they could have arced it out a little bit differently, sure. But yeah. I like the character development that he was trying to put in here. Because these are brand new I characters. Do. Oh, trying to put these characters that's in. that's the pros. That is the thing that I love. This is like I was I have this film. I probably praised this film more than I most. And I kind of switched a little bit my feelings when I watched this. Yeah, so I, on the tunneling side of it, as far as we were tunneling and try to get more character in richness, where he was, where they're going with it, I actually enjoyed that a lot. So I, 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 I like the tunnel. I, and I, I think it was slightly too much of a tunnel, and they could have did more focus on like some lore, put more lore into it. But I do like the idea of it, I guess. So I don't complain and hit him too hard. Yeah, I don't like it for episode eight. I do like the thought of it. Like if he made his own star wars movie that wasn't like part of the sequel trilogy i think that would have been arguably the best film in the whole series yeah but i think when you have when you're the middle film of a trilogy you have a lot to do you have a lot the lord to bring you have essentially you have to be empire strikes back you have a lot to do he should have been the uh yeah he should have been the uh first film really if he would have started it off more channeled and then they brew out from there would have been better also i don't agree with the three separate writer thing that disney did that was not yeah no yeah, that was not a smart move We'll we'll talk about that when we kind of recap everything um yeah get there i'm trying to think read my notes on the thoughts of this um i don't like the humor that much like it's too mcu i will say the plot yeah, i don't think action movies need too much humor only if it makes sense yeah in the moment in the moment like with the right characters a movie that gets depth and is like very dark i think goes underrated a lot you don't need a very exciting those happy moments. This should be a yeah. movie. It's like, oh, this is serious, you know. I also feel like this movie, th- these movies are really confusing because, like, I never know who's in power. 
so like the let's say the first order right they're not in power but they're like a force that's arising and they have the space they destroy the capital but like the movie the force awakens ends with such a like hey everything's okay now right everything's fine we defeated their base they don't there's they're not as big of a threat as they were but this movie's like they're like surprise bitches we are a threat we are a big threat and you guys are fleeting it's like it totally is just so different from force awakens last jedi just comes out with this like desperate like survival movie whereas the force awakens ends as if like kind of like the end of new hope like it's like hey we did it yay next movie no <laughs> like to be fair, new hope was maybe not supposed to be a trilogy so yeah that's no fair no shit given the new hope but like that's what force awakens kind of ended on yeah that's why i think they copied new hope a little too far like if you knew there's gonna be a trilogy you need to end it with some sort of other tone too right should end it with that kind of tone the same with right. ahsoka tone the way ahsoka ended and they said ahsoka season two i was like yep it ends Ow. but it's like <laughs> it's like shit it's a cliffhanger um, no whatever. But anyway, so yeah. let's figure out what's Luke. What Luke is doing on Octu, Ray attempts to recruit Luke Skywalker, who's just like, "Hey, that's a cool lightsaber." And I, this is how I describe Last Jedi when Ryan Johnson's like, "Oh, this is what J.J. Abrams did with this movie. That's a really cool idea." Gone. Fuck that idea. Yeah. Like I really feel like that was what. That was Ryan Johnson saying, fuck The Force Awakens. I'm doing my own thing. Which, I don't mind his own thing. And he does explain that he did his own thing. Because he that, that's what he wanted to do. But it's like, that... Uh, that's, <sighs> where, that's where the struggle comes in. Because you watch Force Awakens. And it, I think Force Awakens actually delimits what Ryan, Ryan Johnson was actually trying to do. Because... Yep. If, only from his perspective, watching that first movie, I'm I, I was the same as him after I after I kind of took a step back and was like, "Yeah, fuck that movie." Right? <laughs> what were you doing? Well, and I kind like, of understood what he was going for. So yeah. I was like, that's where I, I try to look at this film. If you take it and put it separately, like a beginning Star Wars film, really fantastic. Good. Yeah, I agree. But of course, it is part of a trilogy, so it's like. The middle film, the connecting. You could have been, could have been a team player though. At the same time, that's where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we're making like Luke Skywalker. He's gone, and like I understand his reasoning. Like, why would Luke be out of here if he wasn't a crabby old man at this point? Yep. If he wasn't jaded, wouldn't he not be with the Resistance? Would he not be more of an active player with the New Republic? I agree. I agree, and I'm like, I actually like. The fact that he's a grouchy old man a lot more. So I can't hate on his take for this, it. Like, like I, I get really cool on. hero. I get it. So, yeah. um, so after encouragement from RDT two, uh, he agrees to give Ray Ray three lessons three lessons in the Force. Lured by the dark side, Ray searches for answers about her parents and begins communicating with Kylo through the Force. Which I'm just gonna say how I feel about like their dual link. Fucking love it. I love it. I honestly think this is the best part of this whole film was their link back and forth and them like figuring out the past together and kind of like becoming connected because of this. What was your thoughts? 
yeah, I don't mind the dual link. Uh, I think there could have been a little bit more background to. Agreed. Agreed. I guess, I guess you have a big fight for it, so that makes sense. They fought for their lives. Yeah. But like, why Link in the first place? You know, this guy's a villain, and like, well, Snoke did it. Link. Snoke yeah. did it. Because you know about that Link, so I, I don't, I don't mind the Link to try to convince Ray, and it makes sense. And I actually like where these are just two young kids, and they kind of portray like they don't have any idea what's going on. And they're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So as far as when they're like trying to figure it out, I love that kind of roundabout way of looking at it. Yeah. Figuring out life yeah. and figuring out themselves. What actually happened? What's true? What's right? What's not right? Hmm. So you're a kid. You don't know what to hear. People are going to give you advice yeah. all over the place. So oh, them two sure. kind of getting together, I thought was kind of neat. Um, what was your thoughts on the backstory of Kylo and Luke Skywalker and their falling out? Um, so. This is kind of where you go like, oh, this is the... Uh, well, we kind of already felt like Kylo would have been the... Uh, bad person that turned bad or evil or whatever that yep. in a way i mean I, 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 backstory is okay i just don't like luke's like effort to give up was just too didn't but then again this is written on the first film so it's like yeah I, I, written... I enjoy the backstory but also i don't because <laughs> I, I wish I there was like... more like we yeah, knew more more like we knew about the students, we knew who was there. We saw more of like Kylo take, be, like essentially recruiting them to be the Knights of Ren. Like we only see like a little bit, and I like the moment of like that Luke described, where he's like, "I saw the evilness inside him. I saw the dark side, and I was afraid, and I wanted to like I instinctively decided to end the threat, but then realized I was wrong, and I saw the the, the face of a scared child." And I really like that aspect of it. I just wish yep. there was more. Yeah, I wish it was built out a little bit more. I, I think mm-hmm. too, but I, I like how they they kind of mention that without you know, it, it's not a, a free handoff to like why didn't you do something about it? Mm-hmm. So on Octu, just to kind of finish up the story. Luke and Ray they kind of uh, do some training. Luke kind of just tells her why it, the Jedi are done. It's over. There's the whole scene where, like, there's that underneath the ocean and island. Ray goes down there. He Luke senses the dark side in her. She's trying to figure out who she is. And there's that scene with like the the reflection and her kind of just figuring out who she is. And I honestly really like this scene. And I, it feels like it's kind of a nothing burger, but at the same time, it kind of like the theme of it I really like and enjoyed just she doesn't know who she is and what she should do yep she's trying to learn he's really just truly a student at this time I guess you could say so that's what I, I don't mind at and all. I and what I loved about the theme of it is like she's keeps looking and Ky, like Kyle mentions this so like you keep looking for father figures you keep looking for your parents and everybody you meet you know Han Leia now Luke like you don't need them and she looked in like, yeah, and like in that scene, it's like she like finds herself, and she decides that like you know what, I really like Kylo. I think there's good. Let's let's get him on our side. And I kind of like that. I like that she had a plan, and she said, "F it, we're gonna I'm gonna do my own thing," and leaves Luke. And then that's kind of where I like the buildup of Ray being a nobody though, too. Like this is what I think is really good. Yeah. Maybe when she finds herself, she understands and she, uh, she's like, yeah, I don't have to be these things. I don't, 
need these things around me. I can be my own character. I really enjoyed Ray in this movie a lot. Because I, I take too. that right. Like everyone tries to become their parents in a way or become better than their parents or look at their parents and their heroes. This person's my hero. That person's my hero. She really was like, I can be my own hero, my own person, my own life. And, 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 and having been, or Kylo point that out, I think was huge too. It shows you like, oh, he's actually struggling in his own. Give her the best piece of advice that she could probably also give him. But it's kind of those things too. A lot of people give their advice, but don't take it for themselves. Yeah. And I, I think so. I was, it's neat. I, I do. Re- now look, looking back, I'm like, I liked what Ryan Johnson was going here in this moment. I love the character building. I love the themes. It's the plot that kills me. It's what we talked yeah. about before the tunnel vision of the plot. And let's get, let's get into that plot. Cause there's so many things that just doesn't work with the main plot of the film. So, I'll read. Meanwhile, Poe entrusts Finn, Mechanic Rose, and BB-8 on a secret mission to disable the First Order's tracking device. Maz Kanata directs him to the casino, which I actually really hate her seeing because it felt really forced and just like, I could do it for you, but there, let me tell you where you should go. And then they go to Canto Bite. And I feel like this just doesn't work. You know, like the idea of like they're yeah. in the slow runaway chase sequence. Like, I don't, you can't really do a side mission when you're in the middle of the main mission. Like, it feels, it felt weird. Yeah, that's where I think a couple things fell off between the writers with Finn, all that stuff too in this movie. So it, it, it gets, gets, yeah. 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 So they go to the candle bite. They go to candle bite. The f- oh, I want to, want you to finish. Good. All right. Uh, they go no, to candle bite. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> All right. You go and then I'll go. Yeah. I mean, I just think that the trilogy wise, I think if, if that's where I think people should give Rian Johnson a, a shot and let him just do a trilogy, I think he would have been just fine at it. I, I would love have to have his own story. Having your yeah. own story, don't have someone else's story. That's tough. Yeah. I think he'd be amazing. I want to see it. I don't think it's going to ever happen, but I want to see it. I think this dude's an amazing writer. I don't think he. I don't like his attitude for this film. I think it kind of fucked him a little bit. But I love his writing, and I like what he was trying to do here. Um, moving on with the Candlebite story, uh, Finn and Rose, they find their hacker, uh, DJ. They leave. They realize they get help with the stable hand children and the animals. They get set free, and then they go to infiltrate uh, the flagship, but get captured by Captain Phasma. Ray also infiltrates the flagship, but is captured by Kylo, who brings her before Snoke, and then Snoke reveals that he connected their minds to discover where Luke is. Okay. We agree, side story does not work, right? Yeah, we. I can agree with that. Yep. I will I'll say... I will say I love the theme at the end with like the stable children, the stable, like the kids who are at the stables and the idea of like one of them has force powers. Cause I just like the idea of like, they know the legends, they know the stories of Luke Skywalker, of the, the rebellion, the resistance. Yeah, exactly. And I just like the fact that there are nobody with force powers. And like, I love the fact that like, that's what the Jedi were is they found these kids who were nobodies. And took them in for their cult. Yeah, pretty much. And like, I'm like, that's a cool theme. This is a like, 
we get so hyper focused and tunneled on the fact that like you know oh the skywalkers oh the obi-wans or the kenobis and like the whole time with ray's backstory that's what we did for two years we're like who is she her parents are important and i like the idea is like maybe she's just nobody like how like why can't she be nobody and i i do so part of me was like you know what it would have been cooler if she just wasn't nobody and they, they just started that to begin with yeah you know they, they came out like that and finished it like that been cool but yeah that's not where it goes um yeah. what's your thoughts on the infiltration both uh ray and rose like the whole this whole plan sucks right yeah like, well, it's not a very good one and they they even said like the odds are horrible yeah, we're gonna do it anyway. Yep. And then we got the it should be done. Like what? Infiltration no. <laughs> fin here. Hey, infiltration fin. Yeah, it's right. not a very well thought out plan, but like I don't know what they're trying to it's kind of yeah. Yeah. I don't really like the idea of it. I think it would be better to try to get a full strategy and a full build. Pull yeah. at the beginning. Well there there was. There, yeah, but it wasn't was. That there was yeah, but their build was like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Like, yeah, that sounds like a the right thing to do at this time. Well, let's talk about that. Poe Poe has this big story, and I think he had like the biggest arc of this whole film, where he's just so gun headed, like, I'm just gonna we're gonna battle on and move forward. And like he made the first scene, he sacrificed an entire like their entire bombing fleet to take down one ship. Yeah. And the idea you know, he gets demoted by Leia. Leia gets hurt, Holdo takes over, and then he's just like, what's the plan? What's going on? I want to be involved. It's like, yeah, you're not that guy. Like, fuck you. You just killed our fleet for nothing. Like, go fuck off somewhere yep. else. And as a, I, I remember watching this and be like, well, fuck that person. Poe's awesome. Like, that was my feelings for it. But then learning what was going on and kind of like learning the dynamics of the characters, I'm like, yeah, I know Poe. Yeah, go fuck off, Poe. Like, you... yeah. Like, I wouldn't want your opinion, especially like when you think about Holdo's plan and their ultimate plan, even though their plan failed, like the idea is like, hey, we have a base, we have a place to hole up, but we're just trying to eke them out. And so we can just get there and then we'll move on because they can track us like we are dead in the water with. And if we go on a full on attack that like that Poe was trying to do or like a very low odds plan. It doesn't work. And here's the thing. Poe fucks them at the end, too. Actually, their plan failed, but it wasn't because of their plan. It's because Poe fucked them. They found out that they were doing the transports because the guy that Finn and Rose trusted was the hacker who sold them out. So if Poe, if they would have done nothing at all, they would have survived and would have been fine. Yeah. Um, So... Holdo has a plan. Poe leads a mutiny. Um, Leia then comes in and takes out Poe. And then Holdo does, as they were escaping, Holdo does the unthinkable. She turns her ship around and boom. Goes right at the ship at hyperspace speed. When you, in theaters... What was your thought in that moment? Kamikaze. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my thought, like, ah, do whatever it takes. You know, at that time, 
I thought the scene, or you finish. Sorry. Yeah, I just think a do whatever it takes kind of method, kind of like hopefully give you guys enough time to escape is really what why I was looking at it and very kamikaze ish and kind of a. Sometimes you have to do what's not on the table to do it. I don't know. It's kind of a Poe kind of swing to it, so I I, I didn't mind it at all. I, I like it. I I love the like the just the visuals effects. Like you just see that it's black and white. The and there's no sound because there's technically no sound in space. It destroys the ship immediately. And I'm just like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Like I I really like Holdo. I really like mm-hmm. her character. I didn't like her character the first couple of times, but like after watching it, I'm like, she's fucking heroic. Like, yeah, she uh, she just I just like I'm gonna do with the her, the, the thing. Her plan was actually relatively really good. Her, she wasn't stuck. Like her plan failed because of Poe. Yep. And like at in after all this time, she not only made the she was planning on making the sacrifice, and not just making the sacrifice, she made the ultimate sacrifice for that ship. Like, yeah. Early, early consideration for MVP right there. I'm not saying that's who I'm deciding, but like she, she deserves consideration for sure. All right, so moving on, Ray goes in the ship. She gets captured by Kylo almost immediately, and they were. She is brought upon Snoke, and in this scene, we realize how powerful Snoke is. He's the one who did the dual link, just to find out where Luke Skywalker was. He essentially just toys around with both of them because he can use the Force with the wave of his finger. Yep. And he's like, Kylo, do the ultimate sacrifice again and kill Ray. And then he does the narration, which he, he foolishly doesn't realize that it's the narration to his slaughter, not Ray's. And Snoke dies. What's your opinion? What was your opinion in theaters? And what was your opinion now of that moment? Now and in theaters in that moment, mm. I don't have a strong opinion at that moment. It kind of actually is other the Snoke dying thing. That a little Snoke, I love your Uncle Pop. Yeah, I, I think I find that scene, and this is kind of like a, a really weird one actually, from from Ray and John's perspective with the Snoke and the way that happened and the way the mm-hmm. scene all rolls down. Just because we've seen what I guess you see the struggle with. Kylo at the beginning. Yep. So maybe it makes more sense as I look back at it. I'm, we're talking about it now, but I think it was very wasn't as impactful as I thought it should be. I agree. I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I agree with it. I think this move felt like a, a episode nine move. Yep. Like it really felt like Kylo should have been the fine, like this should have been like happened in episode like a, nine. Yeah, fun finale type of style move or something like that towards the end or something like that. Snoke was wasted, right? Like yeah, he was Snoke absolute, was wasted. And I don't, I don't even blame it, Ryan Johnson for making this move. I think he should have waited. But I, I, I agree. He's like, because he was talking about this in interviews afterwards. He was like, Kylo Ren is a more interesting villain. Like we already got Snoke and Palpatine. Like we don't need Snoke. Like 
Kyle is more interesting than Snoke. And I'm like, agreed. I agree yep. that he's the more interesting main villain. I uh I was I was not no. I did not see that scene happening in theaters. And I will say like the whole allure of Snoke and the build of the Snoke that we had for two plus years, it was I I know why people hate this film. Because <laughs> like everything that we were excited for up in this film was fucking slaughtered. It was thrown away. And I'll be honest, it was thrown away for something I think better. At least thematically wise. Yeah, thematically wise, it was thrown away for something better. But I, I think Snoke was wasted, and that's where I kind of figured, like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, afterwards, what did you think of the scene, the Kylo and Ray fighting together scene? Oh, the Red Guardians. This yeah. is like the one film I have a lot of the pops for. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't mind that scene, but it definitely showed a, a, a foreshadowing of a team up and something like that or oh, some yeah. sort of, of goodness. So you kind of seen the good fight scene, how they could work together, but they had that inner mind link. So I, I, I enjoyed the scene. With the I, I loved it. I liked it when they did like Footloose and like other music parodies onto the scene yep. and like how it matched. I'm like, oh, those are great. I just love the icon, like the cinematography that was the scene because the red was so like there with like the backdrop that you have the oh, pop yeah not just the pop but just like oh the pop of the scene itself it, like it just was gorgeous like it was a gorgeous looking like aesthetic yep. the yeah the it was just practical i loved it and i'm like i don't know how people hate it other than the fact that they weren't fighting each other they're fighting the practerian guards yeah who they don't have much enough lore in the films that they should have, but they're on par with a lot of Jedi's. Like they're like maybe a class underneath them. Like they're a force to be reckoned with, but a Jedi should be able to beat them. The Jedi should be able to <clears throat> beat them, but yeah, together, like yeah, defeating one easy, defeating many not. Yeah, it's not. It's one on one. Yeah, two on one. Yeah, three on one. Ooh, that's a fight. Five yeah. on two. That's a fight, especially for Kylo and Ray, who are both still amateurs young. growing into it. Yep. Yep. Or young. Uh, so they go to the Battle of Crete. You get the salt planet with the red minerals. They hole up in a giant base with a giant thing. The Force Order make their appearance. Uh, actually, I've skipped a step. Kylo and Ray. Kylo and Ray. Kylo is like, I'm in charge now. And he's, instead of Ray's like, we got to save the feet fleet and kyle's like nah bitch i'm 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 in charge now like we work together but like i'm taking yeah, you over took out my competition this is now mine yeah. i'm not joining you 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 joining me and she's like nah and like i i love that like split they work together we get to see it and then you realize their goals aren't the same his goal is power her goal is to help her save. friends yeah save yep. save her people and i just I love that like connection and split. Like that was arguably the peak of the film, the best part of the film. Yeah, and still you realize Kylo was still out for one thing and Ray was out for another. Yeah. Completely different, but they could work together when they needed to. It's yeah. Shows how it works in life too. Like think about election yeah. year. Think about it. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> a lot of us like we have a lot of the same goals, we work together, but then at the end of the day, like we we have different goals. Like if we yep. 
One Piece. Well, I can talk about One Piece. Uh, the Marine for Impel Down arcs. Uh, Luffy, the main character, he fought a lot of these different dudes throughout the episodes. And in those arcs, they come together and they work together as a team. And it's just, I don't know why. I can't explain to you why. It's just fascinating to see enemies being allies and then turning into enemies once their goal is achieved. It's it's fascinating. Um, so they go to Crete. And I love this planet for, like, the film. Like, whoever decided to come up with this fa- like this planet being the place where they hide out my god the like the salt with the ships and the red coming off looks like i thought it looked amazing yeah it did visualization i think visualization all over star wars was amazing like that's what that's what makes it so nice at least star the, wars has great the sequel the sequels did prequels yeah eh, yep. eh. sequels man yeah, yeah yeah you're right as you get to the new technology age, I though I think they could do yeah. a lot of cool stuff. This yeah, film is cool. the best, though, visually speaking. Like this film is gorgeous. Like the writing, a lot of times with the, especially the plot, I'm like, ah. but the visualization, like just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, so they there's the whole scene. They do the little rust bucket ships that have to touch the salt. Uh, Poe finally learned his lesson. He's like, hey, this is a losing battle. Let's all fall back. Let's all regroup. Finn learns his lesson. He's like, no, I'm going to not do what you're... I'm not going to do what I'm told. I'm sacrificing myself here. Rose is like, no, I'm going to crash into you and potentially kill you so you don't kill yourself. I will say, like, I know, like, why... Rose... And like Maria, was it Maria Trans? I forget like her name, the actress. She gets a lot of yeah. she gets a lot of fucking hate, and I don't really think that hate is warranted. But I will say her character is really sent like her sentimentality is really cringe, and that last scene was yes. pretty cringe. Yes, very much so. I will agree to that. Yep, I like her character, and I liked. I think she did a good job, but her character was very sentimental, very cringe, especially at the end. It's too much. <laughs> but, but the arc is complete, right? Finn is yep. now willing to sacrifice himself. Poe is not going to sacrifice people. Should should Finn have died here? I honestly think oh, this I, would have been a good time for Finn to die. I think it would have been a great time for Finn to die. And since we since we didn't really realize Finn wasn't coming what we thought he was going to be. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, he's a great, great dude, right? Great actor. I love him and everything. And the, the whole character mm-hmm. of Finn. But I, I think this would have been the perfect spot to let him go. I, I agree, and I think it would have been this more whole, character. It also would have felt more like, "Hey, we took a lot of losses." It would have made it more serious. Yeah, I took a lot of losses here still. Yep. Um, Luke appears out of nowhere, and there's something different about him. He has not a green lightsaber; it's a blue lightsaber. He looks dark, ro- like he looks different. He's made his appearance, and Kylo is just like. Everybody stop. This is mine. Yep. And if you were a keen observer, keen to the eye, the thing that you would have noticed is when Kylo stepped and every step he took, red dust was poofing. The salt was moving, right? There's footsteps. Yep. But Luke was not. 
And from a cinematography aspect of this is gorgeous because that is like high level foreshadowing of Luke not actually being there. There was so much foreshadowing, but you're just like, how was Luke there? And then they fight. And I will say, this was a really cool scene. It was just cool to see yeah, Luke. I thought it was a really cool scene. Really cool Luke and uh, Kylo, because, you know, that was his person, you know, his training. And it, it was a great scene. I loved it. Yeah. Um, then we really re- realized Luke isn't there. Uh, the Resistance are able to escape. Ray lifts rocks. I fucking hate the way they use the Force in this movie. I, I will say that when it comes to, like, force moving things instead of moving like an object it's just moving everything and like just like a it's like a they take like a little like bubble and go and yeah like a do. bubble pop yeah 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 and that's what my freaking headphones came off there um but that's yeah, yeah they, no no <laughs> they popped my headphones off um but i i that's like the only thing i hate about that scene was like ah i moved yep. the rocks so, and then it ends, I forget, yeah, it ends with the little canto uh, bite do, little man lifting things with the, the force, and the movie ends. All right. What, what is your thoughts on this movie? What, what's your rating? Who's the MVP? Um, I mean, I give the movie a three because, like I said, I like the character development building. I actually enjoy this one quite more than a lot of other Star Wars films, even though it gets a lot of hate because of it other things. But so I, actually, uh, I, I liked it. So I might be different. I'm always different. Wait, welcome uh, to Don Jonathan. But if I were to give the MVP to the movie, well, let me get let me get my rating first. Oh, I, okay. I, this was a four four plus for me for the longest time, and I I knocked it down. I thought the plot is way too. I don't think the plot is good enough. Not enough meat. No, there, yeah. it needs a lot more meat, but I love the character development. The visualizations were great. I will say the fact that this sequel sucks. Like this is a horrible fucking sequel. It's a great movie. That's a horrible sequel. Like that's yes, it's a horrible sequel. Great movie. I gave it a four minus. Cause I think there's a lot of great elements to it. Yep. But if someone wanted to argue with three plus, I'm not going to argue that. I think I'm going to say four minus still. But I know why people hate this film, and I think their hate is valid. Because yeah, I think I think it's valid because it is. It was supposed to be a sequel, and it didn't feel like it. Yeah. All right. Didn't to it. Who MVP? is MVP? <laughs> this one I'm questioning on. Who are you thinking, Donald? You were so. Oh. You got Poe? Yeah. Alright, this is who I wrote for MVP. But then I wrote something underneath MVP. But I think based on our definition, this would fit. I wrote Admiral initially for number one. Kylo and BB-8. But then I wrote best character as Poe. So, I think the Admiral deserves a huge consideration we already talked about it i think she had the, yep. she had a great plan if it wasn't ruined by poe she would have saved the resistance she also made the sacrificial like sacrificial play kylo because i just i love his character 
BB-8 yeah, because he yeah. saves so many people's asses in this film. Finn and Rose, he saves their ass so many times. Like he yeah, really, that's true. He that's like, true on that. He like took out like a bunch of troopers several times throughout this film. A character though that doesn't talk. Uh, yeah, I, I he deserves yeah. consideration. But consideration. I wrote, mention. Yep. I wrote best character as Poe. And by the definition that we stated before, or before we started getting into these movies, it's the best character that makes this film great. And I honestly think, even though the best parts of this film are Kylo Ray, and I think Ray deserves some consideration too. Ray deserves an honorable mention, yep. But I think it is Poe. I think he's the best arc. Even though he's, he's not the MVP for the Resistance, he's honestly like... A fucking he's the MVP failure. Of the movie. Yeah, he's a failure pretty much, but he's the MVP of the movie. Yeah, he's the best character. Yeah, best character build. It feels weird. He's he's not the most valuable in terms of not what the most he valuable does. In terms of yeah, but he's the best character. Of the outcome that he's the best character of the film. He's the most valuable player for the film. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Poe Poe's our MVP. I got to write this down so we don't forget next time. It's the MVP. Write it down. All right. Um, I got some questions. I have a lot of notes. Uh, BB-8 is such a great fighter. That hold in the movie yet, man? I know, I know. I have I have six pages of notes that I didn't even talk about. Like I go through it. Really, could just make an episode per movie. If to be honest. All right. Yeah, um, I'm just <laughs> let's let's do a couple more questions and we'll move on. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think, or did I ask all these questions? I might have just asked these questions already. We didn't, talk, going through. we didn't talk about porgs. Do you like the porgs? But they're cute. Mm-hmm. They're cute. Oh. I don't really care. <laughs> um, does this movie, does the themes work? The, the themes work, right? Yeah, I think the themes work. Okay. You know what? F it. We're moving on. I can't, I can't yeah. find anything that's like... We got enough. I think we talked as oh. we kind of go through as we think about them. One aspect. Oh. One aspect. Kylo goes to Ray and he's like, your parents were a nobody. And we talked about the nobody aspect of it. Do you think Kylo knew or do you think Kylo was just fucking with Ray? Uh, I don't think he was trying to F with Ray. I think he was actually trying to help Ray. In, in his in mind, right? Mind, yeah. Okay. That's what I, I think. I know some people took this Gain, as raise trust. I, I guess you could say kind of fuck with Ray to kind of help Ray to help herself so he can have Ray on her side. He was manipulating Ray. Manipulating Ray in a way, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he's also I, trying to help her. Help someone to manipulate them. I don't give it a bad manipulation. <laughs> it's, it's a good way to manipulate. You're, well, you're helping them so they trust you. And then when they trust you, and then it's when the people do the, ha ha, I got you. Come over to my side. All right. Okay, yeah, we so have a yeah. whole... it was good. It was helpful. All right, we have a whole another movie, and this movie it's okay. Also... This is worth one. All right, the rise of Skywalker. Bum, ba, da, ba, bum. Do you like this title? Do you like this title, Rise of Skywalker? I don't mind the title. I fucking hate it. So I thought they were going to do a little bit more Luke and something. So the title's title's fine. I fucking hate the title. I like when it came out, and I was like, God, that's awful. I hated it. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on it. I would give it. A, I'd give it a one plus. I, I mean, now knowing the whole story of the movie, 
do I like the title? No, I think you should have did something way different. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, <laughs> like, like Duel of Fates, yeah. the original title of this film. Fucking yeah, was amazing. Cool. Yeah, amazing. I also just hate when like trilogies, because I I may have mentioned in the Dark Knight trilogy too. The finale should not be the rise of blank. It's lazy. It doesn't make sense. It's confusing. The rise of Skywalker. Like Skywalkers have already been risen. If anything, it's the fall. I already I know why they named it. The Dark Knight rises. It's like, nah, man, he's he's falling. Like I I don't know. I mean oh. Dark Knight Rise made sense. I mean, how could you hate on that title? That made a lot of sense from the second movie. Third movie. Well, yeah, but from the second movie, why it would be yeah, called the I, I, I get it. That would make sense. But like the trilogy is like the ending is the fall, right? Yeah. Dark Knight Falls. Well, mm, was it really the ending in the fall for Batman? We kind of didn't yeah. ever get that. Yeah. That would have been cool to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Just saying. Hashtag just saying. What, Batman yeah, Beyond. Would have been sweet. Would have been sweet. Would have been sweet. Too late now. Anyway. All right. So let's get to the plot. <laughs> God, I hate, I hate this plot. Kylo Ray or Kylo Ray, Kylo Ren. That's their name. That's their couple name. Kylo Ray. Kylo Raylo. Ren. Ray. Oh yeah, Raylo's better. Kylo Ren obtains a Sith wayfinder that leads to the planet of Exegol. God, J.J. Abrams loves his loves his MacGuffins in these Star Wars films. There he finds a resurrected Emperor Palpatine, who reveals himself as the power behind Snoke in the First Order. Because why not? Palpatine unveils, unveils the Final Order, a massive armada of Sith Star Destroyers who have the ability to destroy planets, because why not? You guys hate the fact that we have a giant base that kills planets? Well, we have a fleet of ships we that do the same. We have a whole fleet that can do that. That's been hidden for years, and Palpatine's still alive. And we have all the people. The first Star Wars movie. I've watched the beginning, and I was like, nope. This is the first time it sucked. <laughs> like, not maybe not the first time, but ah, uh, yeah. Orders okay. Kylo to find and kill Rey, who's continuing her Jedi training under Resistance leader Leia Organa. Because why not? She is a Jedi now. Poe and Finn deliver intelligence from a spy in the First Order that Palpatine is on Exegol. Rey leads in the Luke Skywalker's notes that the Sith Wayfinder can be found. Can lead them there. Ray, Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewbacca, BB-8, and C-3PO depart in the Millennium Falcon to the desert planet of Pasana, where a clue to the Wayfinder is hidden. <sighs> I will say the one and only thing I like about this film is the fact that our heroes are in one place together with one goal. Yes, that's I, it. That's the best part of this whole film. That's that's the pro. They're together finally, and yep. I I love that Ray and common goal. Ray and Poe just like are at each other's throats. I love it. Finn's trying to connect them together. I love Finn and Poe together. My yep. first, this is a question I have on, and I'm just gonna ask it. Should Finn and Poe like should have just been gay together? Like that should have been a story, right? I mean, we're talking about Disney, you know, why not? Why couldn't that be the story? I mean, it should have been a good one. This film's already trash. Might as well, like, go all in with the Disneyfication of it, right? Yeah. What the heck? I thought... Yeah, I wait, think. Come on. Tell us, Ben Shapiro. Give us our take of why they should have just been gay to complete the full Disney transformation. 
I'm like, because Disney go woke, why not do it here? I feel very Republican right now. I feel very conservative. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I did a conservative. <laughs> no, but it, it feels like if, if they were going to put something like that in the film, I mean, the film wasn't that good. So I'm kind of glad they didn't in a way, too, because I think that would have done a disservice to. I don't know. I don't because the film was horrible. I love their connection. I love their buddy buddy. And I honestly wouldn't mind if they had a relationship. I was like. I heard about the rumor that they could be a thing, and I'm like, I, after seeing the film, like, I see it. I like I the bro really dude cool. connection too. The bro dude connections, yeah. Fun. Like, it doesn't. They don't even need to be dating or anything. Like, I just, I do really, genuinely like their connection. Um, yeah, good connection. I love it. Kylo initiates a force bond with Ray because why not? He can do that now without Snoke. Travels to Basana with his warrior subordinates, the Knights of Ren, because. Where the fuck were they? They're here now. At least they're here. Yep. Uh, with Lando's help, because Lando's here. Because <laughs> why not? He supposed uh, to talk about contrive. Lando's just there to help them. Yep. Because. Because. Because why know. not? Or has what else can we add in this film? We got Palpatine <laughs> ready. You got Kylo. You're like, all right. Lando's here. This and, film is making sense. And his daughter. <laughs> Yeah, she's here too. We'll talk about her later. Her friends find the clue, a dagger inscripted with Sith text, which C-3PO's programming forbids him to interpret. The uh, remains of the Sith assassin Ochi in his ship, which Rey recognizes. Rey senses Kylo nearby and faces him. I will say that scene is pretty dope. Where she, like, he, uh, Kylo's coming in with the TIE fighter. And he's yep. and uh, Ray's just like I'm gonna backflip and then slice it open at the same time. I will say that that was a cool scene. That was that cool. was a cool visualization. Not gonna lie, that was pretty cool. It was cool. That was good visuals. Um, I will. I I hate this whole scene though because like the idea of like there's a sand pit, they fall into it, and they're like, "Hey, the daggers where we fell into." It was just so like, of course it is. Why not? Um, and then they come out, and then like. The troopers are there. They're on the run. They're like, oh, they fly now. Oh, they fly now, which I thought was actually really well done. I thought the writing sucked, but I thought the acting was amazing between John Boyega and Poe Dameron. Like, those two together are just great. Yep. Like, I think I thought it was, like, really, really well done. Um, The whole idea, though, is, like, Chewie getting captured, Ray doing the four, like, Ray and Kylo are there. They're trying to battle between the ship. And Ray destroys the ship, and Chewie, they're like, oh, Chewie's dead, no! Like, that was such a cool idea that it was just like... Not executed. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the next scene is like, oh, Chewie's fine. Like, oh, I was so worried. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. Um, uh, don't don't get me started about this film, huh? <laughs> We're, we're starting. Keep it cool. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep reading. You'll be fine. The story's always making sense. Can you tell? It's so good. <laughs> they travel to Kajimi, because we know where that is, where the droid smith, Babu Frick, which, Babu, hey, bad, hey, bad baby. <laughs> I fucking love Babu. Best bad part of this baby. film. Can we just give him MVP? Can we do that? Probably. Why not? <laughs> For this film? Yeah. 
Uh, First, as we're already this far, just because I think we're halfway through the film at this point, right? Yeah, he extracts the Sith text from CPU memory, revealing the Wayfinder's coordinates. Ray senses Chewbacca is alive, because why not? And they stage a rescue with a smuggler, Zoral, which every time that Poe's ex-girlfriend is on and she's like in the full mask, literally in my brain the entire time. Go, go, Power Rangers! Yep. <laughs> I was. Uh, I got you. <laughs> um, Ray discovers the dagger and experiences <laughs> repressed memories of, from her parents. She duels Kylo during the first bond, and they're fighting between distances, which doesn't make sense because it's not consistent with. I thought it was a really cool scene when they were doing the force fighting. Between when she's in her his quarters and sh- he's like on the streets of like Kajimi, I thought it was like cool visually, but I thought it didn't really work because like the whole powers before is they could see each other, not interact. Yeah, now they can interact. It's like yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, C three PO had all this other stuff. What would be one more thing on top of yep. that? That wouldn't be a deal. C three PO has to like literally die for them to get the information and c3po is just like oh, i'm just taking one last look at my friends it's like what your friends like you barely knew the, know these people yeah. like this works for leia and han and, and luke leia, and han. this doesn't work with this group oh no oh we're, we're fine i got a, i got a red flag here but you yeah, know why not um they all get captured, but despite Kylo, General Hux is now a spy, saves Poe, Finn, and Chewbacca from execution. And of course he's a spy. And I actually don't mind Hux being the spy just to spite Kylo. I think like that actually works within his character. And I like the choice. Yeah, just, I don't think that's bad. But the execution <laughs> is horrible. They did it on Rebels already, and it just was... Yeah. And then, execution. Be- and then immediately just gets executed. We found our spy. <laughs> yep. I, I, will, I will admit that was kind of funny. Um, they find, they go to the Ender system. They find where the Death Star is in ruins. There they find the Renegade Stormtroopers led by Jana, who is definitely not Lando's daughter, but is, but isn't, whom they recruit to the Resistance. Ray retrieves the Wayfinder, from the wreckage of the second Death Star, but she is met by Kylo, who destroys the Wayfinder and duels her. And in a dying act, Leia distracts Kylo through the Force, because why? Or because she can do that. And Rey impales him. Sensing Leia's death, because of course she can, and overcome by guilt, Rey heals Kylo and takes his TIE Fighter to Act 2. Because why? What do you think of this lightsaber fight? No, I actually like the lightsaber fight in general, the visualization of it all. I mean, the visualization of Star Wars is so good. Can't There's, complain about it. I will say the like the waves and them going back and forth. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I I thought I just hate the writing because there's like no tension. The writing was the awful part about the fight. The fight itself, cool. The writing, the story, how it happened with the lay and the distraction, all that. I was like, it. It was like a more serious Martha moment. But, also, it was also, yeah, more serious moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mama! Martha! Martha! Yeah, pretty much Leia! Like, yeah. 
in the way the story's already been built up from this point on, I mean, you already have so much aloof in here, and they just added more aloof on top of more aloof, and it made the fight so. I mean, it could if they did this film right, and that fight was in it, and it had more of a rich character, a rich backstory, and a richness to it. I think that fight scene would be ranked a lot higher. I agree. But the I fact agree. that they gave some backstory to it, the the fight lost all of its mustard because of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And also, Ray doing the whole, or not Ray, Finn being on there and being like, Ray, because that's all we did this whole film was just scream Ray's name the entire time. Yeah. Ray! We just, <laughs> there's so much to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think? I like how we're laughing about this film. How are you guys going to write this at the end? You're like, um, I don't know what. What you think? He's of, trying to do. What What you think of Evil Ray? Because she gets uh she gets the holocron, she gets the visions of what she could have been, and Evil Ray appears. What was your thought of that scene? I mean, my thought was, well, that would definitely not make me want to ever join that side. Why in the hell would you ever show me that? That sounds stupid. <laughs> my first thought was like, but I like. My first thought was, God damn it, I wish we had Evil Ray, because that actually sounds more interesting and evil. cool. Yeah, Evil Ray sounded cooler than Kylo, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, imagine, like, there was rumors that they would just switch sides. Ray would be evil and Ben would be good. I'm like, that'd be cool. That'd be dope. Oh, uh... But it's Darth Vader. Giving Darth Vader, and everybody forgives Darth Vader for what he did at the end, and like, like mm-hmm. same with Kylo. Also, her people shit, like, vampire teeth too and like that's like she ate like she looked like yeah. she was about to take a bite out of Ray. i'm like that was cool she, then, yeah she's pretty badass and then kylo appears so anyway um leia dies because leia had to die because carrie fisher died so of course leia has to die uh she heals kylo because of course ray can heal people now and i wrote this in my notes as cool power that i wish they would just set up better so I think her feeling cool, dope. I love it. <sighs> well, Jedi's can heal, so yeah, I know. I just wish they would have, you know, deep like, dove into how Ray learned the ability it would be a little bit yeah. better. Um, in the moment, Kylo, his father appears, Han Solo, because of course he can appear because he's a Force ghost or is he's a Vision. I don't know, but he appeared. Yeah, that, and he, you know, why not? He decides the same line. I have, I know what to do, but I don't know if I have the power to do it. And then he becomes good. He's no longer Kylo. He is Ben. Because why not? Because that's all it was. Mom <laughs> had to die. That's Mom, why they couldn't kill me at the beginning. Uh, I have... <laughs> it's like, it doesn't... I, I, I'm so tired and drained at this point of this movie, just reading it that I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. That's exactly me. And this was me in the whole movie. And then you're watching it and you're like, uh, <laughs> unfolding in front of you. And you're like, all right, when's this movie going to end? Yep. Meanwhile, Kylo converses with memory of his father. All right. To draw Ray out, Palpatine destroys a Sith fleet. And sends a Star Destroyer to destroy Kajimi on Octu. Luke's Force Spirit encourages Rey to face Palpatine and gives her Leia's lightsaber. Because, of course, Leia had a lightsaber that Luke kept and Octu. I don't even know. Like, that... Okay. And Luke literally said, like, 
Ray's is like, I'm going to come here to hide. And Luke's like, no, I was wrong. Everything I did from the last film was wrong. So, like, don't do that. <sighs> yeah, fucking hated it. <laughs> and he, Mark Hamill hated Last Jedi, and he had a smirk. And I'm like, I know what you did there, Mark Hamill. But also, it does not help this film. Yep. It's like J.J. Uh, Abrams comes across as like, because Ryan Johnson took Force Awakens through it. And then J.J. Abrams like, you know what? I could do that too, but even harder. Like, yeah, it's pretty much what happened. Uh, <laughs> you did this? Watch what I'm about to do with this. That's pretty much what it became. And this, Watch what I'm about to do what you just did. And you're like, all right, you guys made a war between yourselves and you made it off. <laughs> and this trilogy became dog shit. Like, absolutely yep. dog shit. Like, anyway. Ray transmits her coordinates to R2-D2, allowing the resistance now led by Poe and Fid to follow her to... Exical. There she confronts Palpatine, deliberated. He demands that she kills him in anger so his spirit can possess her body. Because that's a thing that he does. Can do, yep. I mean, uh, and, it, and he's, he's back. Really and he's, he's back. back. Yeah. Because Starside. Because there's powers that seem unnatural. Like That's like the explanation that we get. The resistance yep. attacked the Sith fleet. While Penn overpowers the Knights of Ren, because why not? Joins Ray. Palpatine senses their power as a dyad in the Force, which, dyad in the Force, great idea, really cool concept that should have been better executed, drains and drains it to rejuvenate his body. Because you know what? He had a backup plan. Instead of Ray killing him, he could have just taken their light force, which sounded like a better plan A. Yeah, why don't you just do that from the beginning? Because it doesn't seem like he gave a fuck about Ray. Yeah, which is weird. That's your own daughter. Granddaughter. First off, how's the daughter get granddaughter. granddaughter? Yeah. Well, Palpatine fucks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> also, he was trying to become his granddaughter. And my question yeah, for you: Does Palpatine fuck with Ray's body? Oh he, yeah. Because he learned he fucked. He's already evil enough. Why wouldn't he do that? <laughs> oh, uh, he I, has no boundaries. Uh, Lando arrives with reinforcements across the galaxy because why not? They were because why not have a giant ass? Because you know fleet? they have this massive resistance force that they've always had that was super strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about against even, all those star destroyers? Yeah, absolutely. You remember those, that resistance they had in the other movies? Yeah, that whole that one. The, the eleven people they had in the cave. That yep. was like, hey, help us. And none of them showed up. Yeah, they showed up this time. Um, Palpatine incapacitates Ben and attacks the resistance fleet with force lightning. Because he can now do his lightning, you know, miles and miles and miles across the sky and destroy ships with it now. Because because he can do that. He's uh, Palpatine, man. <laughs> I mean, I know he's strong, but like. Yeah. Uh, uh, weekend raid. Weakened, yeah. Ray hears the voices of all the Jedi who gives her strike because why not? Palpatine attacks her with lightning, but Ray def- but Ray deflects it using Luke and Leia's lightsaber. And in that moment, I was like, where the fuck did she get a second lightsaber? But like, she got it from Luke, destroying Palpatine before just dying herself. Ben uses the Force to revive Ray because, of course, he can do that now. Sacrificing himself. He's got a good heart. Sacrificing <laughs> himself, and then they kiss. Because 
they were in love and they had an interconnected link that was linked. Ugh. I don't mind them kissing. I don't mind them being a couple, but like, do the work, please. <laughs> do the work. <laughs> yep. Uh, Make it something real. The resistance destroys the remaining Sith forces while people across the galaxy rise up against the First Order because apparently they were a threat all along. The resistance celebrate their victory. Ray visits Luke, Ben, and home on Tatooine, buries Luke and Leia's lightsaber, and somebody asks, what's your name? And she's like, Ray. Ray who? Ray Skywalker. Instead of Ray. <laughs> so... Uh, I have okay. Yeah, it's garbage. It's um it's it's bad. I This is how I describe this movie and almost like the trilogy itself. A lot of cool ideas. But yep. it's essentially just like, hey, give me a list of all the cool ideas. We're gonna put it in the movie, but we're not gonna do any fucking work to make it work. We're not going to do anything to make it work. It's like, hey, Kylo Ren, you you can heal people now. Cool. You're going to be a good side. Cool. Why? Because. Palpatine, you're back. Because. Like, so I wrote, I, I looked at who the writer was for this film. So I, I wanted to know who wrote this piece of shit trash. And the writer, the screenwriter is Chris Terrio. And he wrote two other films. And I'm going to tell you, it's really, really nerdy films. And I'll give you a guess to guess one of the films. Do I get a hint? Really the, nerdy films? Nerdy films, newer nerdy films that resemble this garbage. Gosh, I don't know. Chris Terrio wrote Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. No. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, this guy, like, if this guy is on any other movie in the future, that that's your warning. That's your warning. Like, if yeah. I have, like, if Marvel's like Chris Terrio's writing Avengers, I'd be like, nope, not watching it. Like, it's it's trash. Good. It's um, <laughs> yep. I don't need to see we, that shit. Can we not have him write it? Like, can we just not have him a part of it? Like. Not unless he proves to me he can write something. That's good. And I don't know this dude. I don't know. I just, this movie's trash. Somebody needs to get the blame. J.J. Abrams also get the blame. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have so many notes. All right. Is this the worst film in the series? Oh, yes. Yes. Was, J.J. was just the awful choice for this, right? I think the idea where Disney was going to, at first, I think it was three different writers, three different movies like this, and put it all together in one, that you kind of get like the most advanced, you know, yeah. best story ever. Poor. I think you need to stick with the one. This is a good example of sticking with one mind to complete what you wanted to complete in the first place. Yeah. Or just like... Or just making another writer and make it work. And I... Can I tell you a little bit about the Duels of Fate scripts? Have you ever read that? No. The, so the script leaked of what the movie was supposed to be. And it's really similar to The Rise of Skywalker. But it's a lot better. 
It's like, it's the same thing, but better. Basically, Kylo and Rey, they kind of go in their separate ways. It's a couple years later. Kylo discovers a self holocron in Darth Vader's castle. And he learns about a man who taught Darth Plagueis. And he learns how to take people's force energy away. Rey goes to the temple on Coruscant and she learns about being a Jedi. And the whole movie is essentially those two kind of like going around and around. At one point, Finn on Coruscant leads a stormtrooper rebellion. Him and Rose are become a couple. Yep. I'm trying not to, I'm trying to like, I don't have a, I don't want to read the whole thing so we don't have a whole lot of time, but I'm just trying to like hint at different parts. Kylo does ri- die in the same way that Rey does, but it's it's more... Yeah. But the, a lot of the battle is on Coruscant until they go to Mortis, which I believe Mortis is what is, is Ahsoka, what they're, the planet they're on. Or Mortis is either from Clone Wars or Ahsoka, I forget. Yep. Um. So but it's one of those like Ray finds Kylo battles him. He blinds her and nearly kills her. But Luke's Force Spirit offers moral support, and she confronts him a second time. And instead of just being this Jedi, she becomes a gray Jedi, where she embraces both the dark side and the light side, and does so in defeating Kylo. But in defeating Kylo, she destroys herself, and Kylo, who gets a Force, essentially contacted with Mom. He turns and saves Ray before dying. But Ray also has to make the choice to come back after talking to Obi-Wan, Luke, Yoda, and I believe Anakin. And Chewie gets a medal. Chewie gets Where was that? That sounds still much better than what it was. Yeah, and it's called Dual Fates. It's like it's just it's like it's take it's like the Rise of Skywalker took the cool ideas from Dual Fates and brought it in there, but like instead of taking the whole thing it's like hey we'll just take the cool bits we're not going to take any of the work to get there but we're just take the cool ideas and that seems like what they did okay let's get into rating and mvp and wrap this up initially i said two plus and honestly i think i'm being way too generous i think it's a one plus I think this movie's trash. Yep, one plus. I think this movie's like the worst garbage thing you can't ever see it again. It's god awful, but it's like it's bearable. Like (laughs) Force Awakens is good. (laughs) Last Jedi was great movie, horrible sequel. This movie's just horrible movie, horrible sequel. It it literally is like the worst thing that like that could have happened. And I will yep. say, plot-wise and interest-wise, it's probably more interesting than episode one and two. But episode one and two at least, like, maintains the lore. Like, it expands upon the lore. I don't think this one does at all. It doesn't really expand. It just wrecks it, ruins it. Yeah, I think so, too. Who Who's the MVP of this trash? MVP of the trash. Who makes this bearable? <laughs> mm, gosh, I don't know. 
Oh. I'm just shocked no one looked back and looked at this film and was like, not a good one. Like, uh, oh, for, Finn has force powers? Because of course not. Oh. Um, yeah, lightsaber was cool, though. I will say, who is the MVP of this one? I'm trying to even think. Ray? Ray? Would I, by I'm, I'm going to say Ray. Ray by, by default? default? Yep. Like, it's it's not Kylo. By because of the story. It's, it's not a, Kylo. I think Kylo deserves honorable mention. He might be MVP of this whole trilogy, even though he doesn't get an MVP in any film. The whole trilogy, I'll probably give Kylo MVP, yeah. Um, but as far as the movie goes, Ray by default. I mean, there really isn't one. It's not Palpatine. He he was like Definitely the worst part. He shouldn't have been in yep. it. Um, Poe and Finn, their like their dynamic was great. Their dynamic, but they didn't add anything to this ending story. Uh, BBA like, does nothing. Chewy C3PO was really weird because yeah, he just didn't know these people, and all of a sudden knew these people. The whole film was trash. So Ray by default. Yep. Yeah, Ray default. I agree. All right. <laughs> Yay, Ray got one. Good job, Ray. You got one. Anakin didn't even get one until episode five. And he was dark. He was a different character then. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, yep. Ray to, by defaults. Okay. Let's let's talk this as a whole and we'll wrap it up so we can move on. All right. Yeah. Rating this trilogy as a whole, what do you give it? Choose the whole a two. I think I give it a two plus, but I think a two is actually more fair. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think a two is fair. I don't think it's great. It, it's not a good trilogy. I, I wrote down two plus, but I'm like, no, it's a two. Like, it's not good. Yeah. It has good. It has great moments, but as great a, moments, great cinematography, great battles, great acting, great acting. But the writing just... is trash. As a trilogy. The writing, yeah, it is not good. What story the... itself, the plot, not All right. good. Worst trilogy, prequel or sequel? The sequel. I agree. I think the like the prequel trilogy has horrible writing, horrible execution, horrible acting. But the story at least made sense. It was cohesive. The story made sense and it came through. Yep. And it had amazing lore. It like it it does great things to Star Wars as a whole. Whereas I feel like the sequel ruins it. Yeah, the sequel takes a lot of that away. I honestly think episode nine destroys Star Wars. Yep. And uh, like that's that it almost did, a- really, if you think about it. I'm gonna how many people watch that and were like, what are you doing? <sighs> that's what I'm saying. How was there no one? In that whole environment that watched it and was like, yeah, yeah we probably shouldn't do this. All right. Well, let's talk MV- like, MVP of the trilogy. We already talked about Kylo Ren probably wins it, Kylo right? Ren. Probably wins it. Um, let's talk about other people. Poe deserves honorable mention, right? Honorable mention for Poe, for sure. He's probably my favorite. Yep. Uh, him or Kylo is probably my favorite character. Favorite character, I think? Yeah, would have been Poe for me. I really liked Ray until the last movie. Like Ray was like where they were taking it with Ray with Rian Johnson, even the beginning movie. I was a huge fan. Yeah, just because I like the idea of the nobody. When they brought that Palpatine thing, it kind of like shot my <laughs> Ray, my radar uh, down. Um, hard, and I was like, oh no. Finn got shafted. Like right? Finn got shafted to the hard. shaft's end. 
I wish he was force sensitive light. Like I wish he was like almost Leia. Like he's decent with the lightsaber. Like Sabine Wren ish with the lightsaber. I wish he was like a Sabine style. Yep. Like he's a fighter. He could do a lightsaber. He has some abilities, but he's not. If there was a character, Sabine would be the character. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it should be like if there's a character to do it with that. I love Kylo. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's a question for you. Which which is a better turn? Anakin Skywalker turning to the dark side or Kylo Ren turning going from dark side to good side? Which is a better turn? I'm Which which did, what story did it better? Anakin. I agree, and I don't even think his turn was well done. Yep. That's why it was hard. I mean, that's why I was kind of debating in my head. Like, I don't think either turn was done as well as it should have been done. No, not at all. Not at all. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to go with Anakin, and then, uh, yeah. At least it was consistent, whereas I feel like Kylo... Yeah, it was consistent. That's the only thing that got me there. It, like, it wasn't well written, but it was like, you could... Like, the descent was there. It was like... You know, if he's up here, right, it was like, you know, immediately dropped and it didn't make sense where Kylo was kind of just like all over the place, but it didn't seem like it was any rhyme or reason. It was just kind of like Kylo was always like trying to make the choice yet. He would do really evil things. Yeah. Do some good thing. Evil thing. He was like more of a wave. And then all his, the way through the story. his final turn almost made less sense than Anakin's. He's like, I'm yep. good now. I My mom died. My like, mom died. I'm good. God, they fucking Martha'd it. Kylo yeah. Ren got Martha'd. She did. It wasn't as obvious. Uh, <laughs> a little more hidden. You learned lesson. Leia. Except the mom. Pretty much Leia. Dead. Mom died. All of a sudden, now I'm on the good side because I felt my mom died, even though I was debating about killing her. Kylo Ren got Martha'd. All right. Best side character. Best side character. BB-8, does that count? Yeah, BB-8 is pretty good. Yeah, BB-8. BB-8. I put Babu Frank. I put the stormtrooper that's the Finn traitor up there. Traitor! I just love, like, I don't know why. I just really like that scene. <laughs> um, BB-8. Who, is there anyone else that would be? I, I like the Codebreaker from Last Jedi. I thought he was underused, utilized, but I thought he was, I liked his character. Codebreaker was cool, but yeah, it was just not really much who's used. The, as far as the whole arcing series. Who's the wa- most wasted character? The most wasted. Finn? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, Finn's up there. <laughs> Finn's up there. Uh, the most wasted character other than Finn? I, I have two big ones. Dang, I think there's a lot of wasted characters in this there series. There is, there is. You could do Luke, Han, Leia. They're not on my list. Well, Luke like... could be up there too. Luke could be another one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, I have. Can I go? I mean, Leia even a little bit. Yep. Luke and Leia, both of them. I put Snoke. Oh yeah, Snoke. We talked about that too. Yep. But the biggest one I don't think we talked about was Captain Phasma. Yeah, that'd be another one that was just wasted. Gwendolyn Christie should have had more screen time because she she yeah. was she was badass in the role. 
But like, he, Captain Phasma got seemed like more wasted than Boba Fett. I had, bring, ah. I had to bring it out. More wasted, Boba Fett or Captain Phasma? More wasted than Boba Fett and Captain Phasma. Hmm. Wow, that's a tough one because Boba Fett. <laughs> Gosh, that's like a debate of the century. Both died in like the same um, way. Like, are they dead? I think they're dead. Mm. Talk about wasting two really good characters. They're almost the same. I feel like they're equal. They're Boba almost Fett's exactly cooler. the same. Boba Fett's cooler in a way that when he came from, there was nothing like it. But mm-hmm. Captain Phasma would. Uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll rank them probably almost dead the same. They almost. This is where the, they almost mirrored the stories almost too close with a certain character. Yep. All right. Last question. Best lightsaber battle. Force Awakens. That that's still there. Uh, yeah, best lightsabers Force Awakens. I yes. agree. I think Last Jedi has two of them that could be up there, just in terms of cinematography. But Rise of Skywalker, I don't think anything compares. Nah. Like, I like the Kylo Ray. Like, I Force think Awakens, it's, for sure. Yep. Kylo Ray and Finn. That was a good one. Oh, all right. That uh, that that wraps it up. This is a long one. I didn't even talk about half the shit that I wrote down because I. I Oh, <laughs> that's usually what we do. We usually get on this tyrant when we do these trilogy yeah. sequels all in one. Uh, Next a time, qu- if we ever get another, should oh, go, almost, go for it. Should almost do one at a time. Here's one of them from Rise of Skywalker. Oh, look, a sky beam. Of course, we need one of those. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like when he did the sparky hands, it was just like. Phew. And I asked the question. Yep. I'm like, if a movie has a sky beam, we just know the movie sucks, right? Yeah, like. Name a movie that's really good that has a sky beam in it. I thought of one. Um, you thought of one? None. Oh. Independence Day. One. Independence Day. Oh yeah, but that's like a classic. Even then, Independence Day wasn't that good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure, sure. And technically, the sky beam doesn't go up in the sky; it comes down, so it's a little bit different. I don't like. Does that change the? Like, does it change? I don't know. I, I think this is a question that we have for the fans. All right, guys. If a, if a movie has a sky beam in it, does it automatically mean the movie is it's trash? Yeah. And it is there a movie with a sky beam in it? That's actually pretty good. Let us know in the comments. Independence Day wasn't bad. That's really like, all right. All right yeah, all right, that's right. that's the only one I could think of that was like pretty decent. Like, but it's a sky beam coming down from the sky, not going up. I don't know if that changes it. I don't know. But yeah, let us know. Sky beams. Automatically a bad film then. Causation correlation. <laughs> sky beams. Sky <laughs> that's beams. how you determine a movie. <laughs> Just like yeah, it's gotta be not watching it. Not imagine, watching it. Imagine like the next Marvel film. We go into it, sit down in the movie theater, and like thirty minutes in, a sky beam just like goes up, and you're like, "Fuck it, we're out." Donald, bye. Let's let's go. Yep. Actually, <laughs> actually, if Deadpool three—that's the next MCU film—if it has a sky beam in it, it better joke with the fact that it's a sky beam. 
That one is that, real, would be, that would be acceptable. Like, oh, it's a sky beam. This probably means this is a bad movie. No. Shit. No, we, we're in a bad <laughs> we shouldn't be in this universe. This movie's gonna suck now. All right, moving on. Uh, I love it. <laughs> All right, Donald, I think it, it's this is the longest episode that we've had, and we're keeping it this way. Yeah. Oh. All right. Thank you, Donald, for uh, sticking with us two and a half hours in Star Wars, man. The sequel trilogy. It's a rough ride. <laughs> it was a rough. It was a rough, rough go. All right. Next one we're doing, we're doing well. By the time this airs, we will be doing Avatar, but Avatar is next week at some point with D&D after D&D. Um, after this for Star Wars, it's Rogue One solo and. That's that's it, right? Just those two? Yep, that's it. All right. All teary. And then we're done with Star Wars until Skeleton... No, Bad Batch comes out, but Skeleton Crew. Bad Batch. Acolyte. All right, well, I think we're going to call it now. Thank you, guys. This is Don Johnson. It's a me. A Mario. (laughs) And Jake Sherbig. You know what we say? Something about Ash Ketchum Pikachu. We don't evolve. We just level up. I need an outro that matches that. I just did it. Well, I'm not going to do the intro as the outro. Why can't the intro be the outro and the intro? (laughs) My brain's breaking. I don't know. Well, I'll have to come up with it. Outro for season two. I'm writing it down. All right. Thanks, Donald. All right.